Welcome back to Cruise Control. It is Friday, September 1st, 2023. Welcome to Cruise Control, the home of entertainment news. I am your host as always, Brian Cruz. Welcome back, everybody. Happy, happy Friday. Yeah. And uh, joining me back as always is my, well, you see everybody right now, is my lovely co-host, Miss Sabrina Vittori. Sabrina, welcome back to the program. How are you doing today? I have no idea what's happening right now. I know we had a little problem right there. Uh, uh, some sirens were going off. We lost our servant. We lost God everything. Forbid three drops of rain come down in California. Your internet fucking goes out. That's everything goes down. Say. Happy Friday. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Were we keeping you from very important plans, sir? Finally, I'm sorry. It was I, it was Mother Nature to be mad at, not us. I'm Mother sorry. Nature was like, "Screw you guys, I'm going home." You <laughs> Hi, know? Dear, good to see you. Hi, Ty. What's the deal? Happy Friday. Woo, were doing an impression. Do an impression. <laughs> oh shit! Everybody drink. Mm. But it's Friday. There's a lot happening as always. Yeah, I'm almost saying Montel Jordan. And uh, so happy drink. to have hey, Montel Jordan. You said it's Friday. I was um. about to burst into songs. <laughs> but so happy to have back here. Uh, you know, I, what, 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 I gotta get something for Rachel here. Like you go through like, phases and you come up with good know, shit, but then you but, lose like, it. So but, I, mean, I advise you to, in your spare time, rewatch and figure out what the fuck you said that you liked, and then come with that. That's what I'm gonna tell you. The woman of the hour, bringing gay back, <laughs> making gay cool. I don't know what was that whole thing. Rachel Blakely. <laughs> Rachel, uh, should we cut and redo that? <laughs> was gay ever not gay cool? Up. Gay enough. That's what it was. Gay enough. That's what it was. Gay enough. It was. Definitely not bringing gay back. <laughs> I'm not Justin Timberlake. I'm not bringing back cool again. Away. <laughs> mm, mm. You, you're like, I'm gonna drink. Like a, gain it up. That's what it was. Oh Timberlake my god. Situation this is, what, this is what happens when everything goes wrong. Rachel, how are you doing today? <laughs> I apologize to the world. <laughs> I almost spit take. I can't. It's, it's, it's a Friday. This is my natural place to be on a Friday. How was your week? It was good. It was good. Uh, the weather's been nice. Not much to complain about. Yeah, well, you don't have the rain like here right now. I don't know what's happening. Something Board crazy the world shenanigans. The world's going to hell right now, Rachel. <laughs> but I'm happy you're here with us on Cruise Control on a Friday, as always. And um, the best place to be yes. on a Friday. Mouth. Like, can we just, like, it's the best place. What, what are we talking about, Nothing. I'm sorry. Keep going. Okay. All right. Spring's bringing and some stuff in there. Anyway, anyways, also joining us back here on Cruise Control. I was working this man this week quite a bit. Uh, Mr. Uh, you know, I would say director, writer, actor, and a hell of a guy himself, Spencer O'Neill. Welcome back to Cruise Control. How are you doing tonight? Good, man. Good to be here. Yeah. How was <laughs> way less enthusiastic than the rest of us right here? <laughs> How's your week been? It's been a good week. A lot of editing, as you know. Uh, but it's been a great week. We had an awesome shoot, so thank you both. Sabrina and Brian, very much. You got Rachel. It. Yeah. Great to see you. Um <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we got everything sorted out. And uh oh Brian, that was hysterical. You said you could you, you meant it from just your heart, you know? You were trying to say horrible. something nice about Rachel and just words came out in the wrong order, I think. <laughs> it was like verbal diarrhea. It was rough. It was rough. But I, it was super fucking rough. I was laughing my ass off. So gosh. Thank you. For, for Rachel's entire intro, I was laughing at my Anyways, um, yeah. I, I apologize to everybody out there. Happy cruise control Friday. Of course we're drinking and uh maybe I had a few drinks before and I'm maybe. maybe but everybody out there what are we drinking here I got what are we drinking I got a little Corona right here what do you got there Rachel Sunny D with vodka oh nice that's an actual drink you can purchase mm. that's an actual product Sunny, that Sunny D, D with vodka out. that's right nice 
It's actually for 14 year olds. Which is really <laughs> well, that's it like is flavored probably. vapes. Like, what are you marketing Rachel. to, Sunny D? Rude. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 when you said that, I thought you actually bought Sunny D and were mixing it purposely with vodka. No. I was like, that's a terrible choice. No, no, no. Um, no they made it for Spencer me. Spencer Gallo Modelo. This, this choice they made it for me. No, it's so the, bar, the bartender of the world right now. No. <laughs> The good move, well, shift in marketing. This is your first time on Cruise Control. It's Friday, so we only have a few drinks while we talk about entertainment news because it's fun. It's Friday. We're cutting loose. It's been a long week for a lot of us out there, and you watching at home, I guarantee. So thank you for being here on Cruise Control. And, you know, we may be drinking. We may be hanging out, having a good time. You know, it's live, so maybe we do a few crazy things or say a few things off the cuff, but there's also something else we got to talk about, and that is some breaking news. Let's get it. <laughs> the top is a little bit of news about Bosch Legacy. So Bosch Legacy is officially coming out the second season, of course, and they announced the release date for it. Then back and forth when it's coming out, but the first four episodes, four episodes are dropping at the same time exclusively on Freebie, and they're also gonna come to Amazon Prime after that, the same time, same date for other territories across the world. I'm talking about all the 35 territories out there on Prime Video, the other ones that have Prime. And also on top, they got 10 episodes coming out for this. They're gonna actually release two episodes per week every Friday after that until November and then they'll have them all out there for you for the season and of course it's picked up for another season we said that before we got a lot of friends of the show that are working on that going back to work as soon as we get back to work from this strike you know that's that's a whole thing we're gonna be waiting 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 for some news because again not much happening there. It's still kind of a standstill but if you haven't seen Bosch Legacy of course about Harry Bosch and his daughter now is focusing on Maddie and you know he's a detective retired now and the shenanigans he gets into, but the PI investigator now after he retired from the force. Yeah, so he's he's doing his thing, so he can't stop, won't stop. And somebody else that's still in the news who can't stop, won't stop is Alec Baldwin for Rust. And for oh, me, God. I'm like, I don't want to talk about this too long because it just keeps popping up here. But Alec Baldwin tried to take this back to court and challenge a potential refiling of criminal charges against him. Now, he went to court back in New Mexico. The first judicial district court judge uh, actually put it out there and said, hey, we're, we're not going to let you dismiss this. It's denied. So they can still go after him for criminal charges after the fact. And he also wanted to stop it during this whole criminal charge. You know, and then he was, uh, you know, they had the whole court case going on with the actual armor right now. And he wanted to stop them being able to go after him. They said, we delay until after all that's done. And the judge said, no, that's not happening either. So even though he was dismissed, all his charges against him were dropped. And, uh, and he thought, you know, everyone said, oh, he's going to be fine. They can still go after him. Now, the charges against him may be reconsidered at some point, but the final decision has not been made yet. Now, of but course, it's a civil case. It's a civil case. I should say civil. Not criminal charges are done, Thank but you. civil. Civil, yes. So the judge was just telling him, though, like, you're not going you know, to get out of this. If, we, if they decide to come after you, they can still go after you. And he tried. They had a whole video thing. And they, you know, he had this whole court date. But unfortunately for Alec Baldwin, he could still be charged civil crimes for the actual death of the cinematographer, Helena Hutchins. So, and this is, you know, the movie's done. Rust is done. They finished shooting in Montana. And who knows, it might actually be where this movie comes out and these charges come at the same exact time, which would be just a disaster for the movie, for the PR, for everything. But especially That's when there's good. not a lot of stuff shot right now, you know, which is always a problem. Has the family that they want to pursue civil charges? They've been talking about it. Yeah, apparently they have. Uh, they, they, they're saying it all depends on... Because there's a whole thing with the gun and they were like, mm -hmm. the thing is coming out more and more is the gun was fired before we say never pulled the trigger. But after all the logistics came out for it, they said the gun, the trigger was pulled. And so that's why 
through all the discovery, they might actually go back and charge him now for civil charges. But, but how about the fact that it's a prop gun and it shouldn't be firing a fucking bullet? Like, why would you not pull the trigger if you're an actor? Like, I know he said, so he lied, so he's going to get in trouble for lying? Mm, yeah. Like, it's a prop gun. Uh, but I'm, but yeah, but they yeah, said there but... was some tampering with the evidence, too. And that was a whole thing going on. Yeah, so I think yeah. there's that's that's what I'm saying. But he was a producer. Him being a producer, Correct. I feel like was a big part Correct. of that as well. And also like those are where the decisions are made. I think it was a big decision for somebody to have used a real gun as opposed to like replicas and things like that. But no, I know it should it's it should have fake bullets in it. They should, you but they were I mean? firing. If you're, oh, yeah. if you're using a practical right. gun that can fire, like it should be firing fake bullets. Like it's, I mean, I, I worked on, you just mentioned Bosch Legacy. I, I worked on Bosch forever. We had so many scenes where there was like, we had a whole yeah. shootout in a basement. And I, we would go and pick up all the shells and shit. I actually made uh, my friend Ryan a, a fucking little thing with all the fucking shells the from the bu fucking bullets. Like it was, it's a, it's something that happens all the time. It's very common. This armorer had no fucking idea what she was doing. Like, I mean, yeah. if you can accuse him of anything, is hiring someone who doesn't have enough experience because you are trying to cut corners and save money. Yeah. But I don't think yeah. he intentionally did anything wrong. I, I don't. It just doesn't make sense to me. And and Ty, I know you did say that. Um, you think it's crazy he did nothing wrong and that the armor is to blame. She is still facing criminal charges, if I'm yes, not mistaken, yes, she is. right? That's, that's so the whole she, thing. They're so saying, he got dropped. The criminal charges were dropped against him. She is still being charged criminally. Yeah. He may have a civil case pending. Also worth noting, really quickly, I'm sorry, I don't mean to steal the spotlight here, but um, the husband is also a producer. Mm -hmm. After this happened, he mm -hmm. part of his settlement, out of, so it's not the husband, maybe it's her family, like, her mom, her dad, her brother, well, I don't know. The executive producer on now, too. So the husband is now, like, part of his settlement was that I think that he got paid out some money. I'm not 100% sure, but I think he did. Mm -hmm. um, he and did. He, but he's definitely a producer on on this movie now. So, <laughs> I mean, it's a little weird to me, personally, that you're going to be like, okay, this is, like, what happened and, like, how my wife died and I'm going to get money from that because at least something good should come out of it i, I don't really know what the, that just seems really fucking weird to I mean, me honestly what do you what do you do i I, mean, I can't blame the guy like if she's dead not taking the producer credit isn't gonna bring her back it's just weird yeah it's probably started right whenever uh they decided not to pay a large amount of the crew right mm -hmm. right a bunch of the crew left because no, they weren't yeah. being paid a bunch yeah, of and I, think, I and I think the armor was one of the people. Yeah, the yeah, she was the real armor the official armor, yeah, and then they just kind of moved her out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then they were like yeah. kept everybody in. So like I mean, that's like I would I would argue that's negligence, you know, for sure, at least 100%. from a producer standpoint. You know what I mean? And and that's you know, if you make those big decisions and you've been a person that's been in film for so long, you know, it's like uh, you know, you got a lot of people around that you know, especially this armor who is not fit for the job and shouldn't be doing it. You know, if anything, right. Alec Baldwin should have looked at that and been like, ah, I should have, I, I definitely need to take more control over the situation. But, but also like that, like, I totally appreciate, I appreciate what you're saying. And I, I it's get not, that a hundred percent, you know, 100%. No, it's not that it's, well, it's just, the thing is like, also though, like maybe not in this type of position, but like on, more independent like more cost-cutting type shows like people get the opportunity to do things like that and a lot of oh, times they shine yeah. and then they, yeah. yeah and then they Absolutely. then they're, they, it gives them another yeah. a notch on their resume and totally. get, like You're right. who was to know that this person was 150 percent unqualified mm -hmm. you know what i mean like that's yes but it, yeah it's just it's a catch-22 honestly it's a catch-22 oh yeah the thing is she oh, it's was, not 100 percent anybody's fault you know yeah and she yeah. wasn't in the union oh, it's, too, it's which is the whole thing. Storm of terrible she wasn't in the honestly. union, was. so that was a problem it too. Was. 
It was um, unfortunate, but, you know. But that happens. They move, nice move people up into the union too. That happens on set all the time. But yeah, it's just all unfortunate. The whole thing went down, and mm-hmm. Alec Baldwin, like, of course, everything was dropped. But you know, that's the thing they said when they dropped the charges that they could still come after him for civilly, these civil which charges. Is yes. money. He's well, got plenty yeah, of money. Like, yeah. fuck off with that. You know, yeah. even if yeah. even if they bring a civil suit against him, it doesn't guarantee that he's going to lose. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. that's true. He might still win it. He might still be fine. You that's know. True. But I mean, I this is it, that's that, we get, we've talked about Russ so much about this. I just want to give this update. So Alec Baldwin, he still he tried to drop the charges for this. He tried to make it so they couldn't go after him. I should say, get everything dismissed, and the judge said, "No, New Mexico, they can still come after you," which might still happen then. But something else that's happening, we know it's happening. It's True Detective season four. So season four has been the back burner for a while. Of course, when HBO Max switched over to Max, they had this part of their 2023 slate saying, hey, guys, you're getting some more True Detective coming out, and it's going to be great. You got Foster in here, Jodie Foster, which I think is awesome that she's doing a TV show like this. Well, that's who that is. That's yeah. why it looks yeah. so close. Jodie Foster, yeah. But they have no specific time, but they said now they're pushing it until January, so they're going into 2024 with this. And they're not really saying specific like what day it's going to be or why it was. But everyone's kind of, you know, assuming it's because of the strikes. They're just trying to push it for content into the new year, and they're going to wait for it to come out. They have, again, no date yet, so that's probably why. They're probably waiting to see how it all plays out, when they can shuffle their their whole, you know, their schedule. That's what happens right now, because you only have so much content. But this right now, it's going, it's going to be out there. I can't wait to hear about this, but the, the whole idea of it, it's in night country. When a long winter night falls in Ennis, Alaska, there are eight men who operate an Arctic research uh, facility. They disappear. They vanish without a trace. And to solve the case, Detective Liz Dan- Danvers, who is Jodie Foster, has to team up with Evangeline Navarro, who is played by Kelly Reese, and they must actually confront their past, and dark truths will come out along the way. So for me, I'm like, yeah, it sounds pretty cool. I'm excited about that. I like the True Detective series. I think they're great. I think they're a lot of fun. And Jodie Foster doing this. Again, I mean, this cast sounds great. The idea sounds great. I, I love this. So honestly... Let's do it. It's going to be a while till you see it, though, still, because it's done. It's in the can. But again, there's all this strike happening as we talk about constantly. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, that's what's going to happen because of the strike, too. You know, that's why you don't have like late night talk shows and the late night talk show hosts. Like, because you don't have that, they're actually going to dive in. They're doing a podcast. And the podcast actually started yesterday. So it's out there. You got everybody here. You got the whole lineup right here coming to do this. And it's really, they say the five hosts are doing this. Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert, John Oliver, and Seth Meyers. And it's in order to actually pay their writing staff. So the proceeds will actually go out to their crew and actually give money back to them because they're not working during this time, which is happening a long time. They're calling it Strike Force 5. And, uh, <laughs> and it's That's actually supported awesome. by... Two Johns, two Jims, and a Seth. I, I, <laughs> it's great. It's really great. And uh, it's funny. 12 episodes is coming out on Spotify. And uh, they're actually like supported by Sabrina's man, Ryan Reynolds, and Mint Mobile. And uh, they're yeah. actually... Uh, the Aviation Gin, Bullet Frontier Whiskey is involved. This Casamigos and Kettle One Vodka are all supporting this whole thing oh, as Casamigos, that's a sponsors. George Clooney. Yeah. George, yeah, George. Giorgio Clooney. Clooney. Yeah, Bat Clooney's in there too doing his thing, you know? So, yeah, so they're, they're doing this. I mean, this is great because you haven't heard of a lot of things. Of course, you have, like, like somebody said, George Clooney. I think The Rock. There were a bunch of celebrities came out and gave a million dollars to the Actors Fund to help actors out during these troubling times. But also you haven't heard about this where, you know, the staff on the, all these late night shows, they haven't had jobs since May. So there's a lot of them that are just struggling and, you know, they're giving back this way. It's kind of cool. Why not? The podcast world, awesome. as you know, we do it too. It's, it's, it's definitely the wild west. They could do this and help give back a little bit. And especially people want to hear what these guys say. So are you surprised this is happening? Or do you think it's pretty cool? What do you think? 
Uh, I think it's amazing. I wish they would have done it sooner. I think it's fucking awesome. I love uh, most of those people that you just showed. No, I'm just kidding. I like it. They're all great. <laughs> um, uh, Jimmy Kimmel is uh, my favorite, like, every night talk show host. Hard- yeah, there it is. Brian's so good. Love, I just love him. I love him. I think he's hilarious. I think he has a great take on things. He's like so casually funny. Um, and I love that he started on the man show, which makes me very happy. Um, John Oliver is my favorite, probably of o- overall out of everybody, but I don't get to see him as much. So so that's why I go with Jimmy. Jimmy Fallon, I don't love his show that much, but I do love him as he was great on Saturday Night Live. Love it. Seth Meyers hit or miss for me, but you know what? I he gave what there was one show literally where I laughed about one joke for three weeks. And I told everyone that would listen about it. Like, so also, you know, it's, it's great. Stephen Colbert, also extremely smart. Very, very good. Very relevant. Very funny. He's also a great producer. So I think this is going to be bar none awesome. I think everyone should tune into it. And I think everyone should just, even if you don't love it and this is not your thing, put it on the fucking background. Let it get a view. Let it get a hit. Let it make money so that they can pay the writers. Also... Back when the last writer's break was happening, I don't know if anyone remembers this. I think I did mention it on the show another time, but Conan O'Brien did a completely improv off the cuff show where he would just like kind of do his own thing. And like it, it was the same thing to pay his writers. So I think this is like taking a page out of that book. And I'm really proud of them. And I'm really happy that they're doing it. I think it's the right move. Yeah, I think it's awesome. I'm, it's it's saying, why not? What else are they doing right now? Because they haven't been working either. And yeah. I know Jimmy Kimmel was saying too that he was thinking about retiring before this whole uh, strike happened. And he was like, now that he's been off for so long, he's like, I can't imagine retiring. I can't, I kind of miss it quite a bit, you know, which, which makes sense. I mean, you're used to being doing it, getting the spotlight. And now you're helping people back. Rachel, what do you think about this? Do you think it's a great idea that these guys came together to do this? Um, sure. I mean, that's a lot of comedic, com- com- comedic power you have going into it. Um, I really like Stephen Colbert and John Oliver. The only one of their shows I watch really is Last Week Tonight with John Oliver um, because I'm under the age of 40, so I don't watch late night TV. Um, (laughs) Wow, shots fired, bitch. I don't don't have cable. Let me have cable. What do you want? (laughs) It's on Hulu. (laughs) <laughs> who, yeah. who is going at like two in the afternoon let me go watch the late night show from last night on hulu so you have to that? watch it that night I, I just google jimmy kimmel's monologue it's always the fucking crowd pleaser um, and so is uh stephen colbert's bitch what fuck you yeah i love you tonight no one cares about the music. It wasn't targeted, Sabrina. Yeah, why don't you literally? I just spoke and you said I'm not 100, so I'm going to have to say fuck you on that. But Lots I do watch love. John Oliver because it's on a different platform. So it's, shut it's one show a week. So funny. P.S. Brian's not he over 40, by the way, and he watches it. So put your foot in mouth here. Encroaching. God, but no, it's, it's, it's a great thing, though, right, Rachel? Right. Giving back to people right, right now, Any especially. Oh, Get right. that Sunny D and Vodka right now. Do it. <laughs> you too, Spencer. Don't laugh. I'm just having a good time over here, but I'll yes, drink with you. Thank you. <laughs> it's a great yes, thing, though, giving That's back like this. I'm older. I have seniority. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, seconds. There. We got to take another drink, everybody. Take a damn mm-hmm. drink. Well, take a damn drink. Mm-hmm. What am I doing? But are you are you want to go at it again? What are, what's but Spencer, do you feel the same way like Rachel does? You think you're that you, you shouldn't be watching this or what? That was awesome. Definitely Very cool. I definitely over forty. Watch it. I just said I'm not familiar with these dudes too much. Because you're not over forty. Can I? Can, can I? No, I'm sorry. Fine, um, fine, fine. No, I agree with. It. I honestly agree with 
pretty much everything you guys said. Uh, awesome. Turn it on your, in the background. Let let it make some money. Pay the crew, especially during these tough times. Awesome that that's kind of why they're doing it to help people out. Um, you know, they all have plenty of money, so they you know the fact that they're they give a shit <laughs> is nice. Um, <laughs> yeah. As far I think they're all awesome in their own ways. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say Steph is probably my least favorite, but still very intelligent, very put together guy who, you know, is, is still a very funny guy. Um, but, you know, John Oliver and Stephen Colbert are fucking <laughs> just hysterical. So I would watch, you know, I would probably enjoy anything that they do. So excited, happy, yeah. happy that there's something that people are doing right. So. And the first episode's out there. You can check it out after the show, too, if you want to. And of course, I every listened week to a little more. bit of it today. It's really good. You're a baby, Sabrina. That's what GR I'm, said. I'm 750, hey, so I let let her, let on my way home from work. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I, it's, it's a great thing, though. I, Rachel, I get a lot of people like you know don't watch late night anymore, though. Too, I, I feel like that's it, happened it, less and like less, less, less people, you know. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. they're all very funny. I think it's great that they're doing this to pay the writers. I yeah, love it's, that it's, they're supporting the writers. It's 100% not a dying realm of television, by the way. Like, every, people watch it, just not you. All cable TV is not going anywhere. Not going anywhere. They love it. People love it. It's very successful. It's not dying. It's not going anywhere. I didn't know you were so passionate about late night TV. I will say since Johnny Carson used to make stars out of people, they come on a show and then they become stars. So it's been around forever and it's not going anywhere. I really wish I had Johnny Carson impression, but I do not. News and comedy together because typically you get better quality news <laughs> and Thank it's you. more enjoyable to watch you know it's not like oh three people were stabbed to death and it's like <laughs> yeah. okay. i actually started i didn't you, i didn't watch it as much but like over the pandemic when you're like trapped at home and there's really like nothing to effing do and like i'm yeah. sick of watching the thirty-eight thousand press conference about nothing like it was a fun way to get the news thank you for saying that spencer because yes. that's it was it's like i was like let's see what let's see his thing let's see his thing like it's, yes. it was a a, a fun way to stay current without having to like bog your brain down with all of the fucking bullshit and the nonsense and the fucking politics and like it was just if, yes if you have relatives who are maybe in an adverse way push them towards it sometimes it'll they'll give them a couple of chuckles and they'll maybe like oh that's a that's a that's an interesting thought you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, to be fair i will say this rachel my mom said to me at least 150 times did you see kimmel last night did you yeah. see Kimmel last night? Did you see mm-hmm. Kobe? Did you hear the joke that Kobe made about that? And I'm like, no, I, have, I have to pay attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great thing though, giving back though. Honestly, like it this is, is something that they can do and get people watching and listening. I should say listening more. And then they do have the video version too. But I think it's just great to do. <laughs> just like SEG after health plan is trying to help out some of their members that are losing their health insurance during these trying times too. It's only for though if you're about to lose your health insurance October first. So if you're in this kind of period that in that you, you your insurance ends October first, you can actually call up SEG and they can give you a number another. Another, you know, another same. They're actually going to extend it for one calendar quarter extension of health coverage for certain qualified people, like I'm saying. And, you know, if you're going to lose it, call them up right now because the board and the trustees unanimously said, let's do this. Fran Drescher had a whole thing. She said, this will come a great relief to our members. And she said, I think it's important that we will never forget that we are in a contract and negotiation with AMPTP under no circumstances should the health and wellness suffer. And if you, and here's the old guidelines, though, okay? So it's still a little, like, you got to know the facts before you actually call them up because, of course, it's the coverage ending October 1st, but they also want you to already have $22,000 reported in your time, 
and or 85 alternative days, which is normally like 101, right? And it's usually like 27, Sabrina. So it's, slight, it's a slight yeah, break. So it's a slight break. And, it, and so this is from July 1st till June 30, uh, 2022 through June 30th, 2023 would be your base period. And they're they're saying this will actually, you know. Oh, okay. So it's when your coverage ends, yes. not your base. That's so confusing. Yes, it's it so confusing. Yeah. So it's an extension. And they can also, if you still don't have it, if they don't qualify this, they're, so they're going to actually give you COBRA for, you know, a lower rate too. Somehow they're working that out too. So call your people and call your union if you've lost your health insurance because it's really important that we stay healthy, like Fran said, during these times. And, you know, people are losing their health insurance all the time it's, it's happened before during covid it's happening now again and this goes until january they might be trying to extend this further if they can but we have no idea if that's actually going to happen because again there's a strike not much happening except amc worked something out amc worked to deal with sag after which is pretty freaking big and this is something that might be happening more and more where these studios might be trying to work deals out with sag after before the amptp studio. does are they a studio well, they, technically? They, they, they are technically a studio sabrina they technically are because um south it, park <laughs> well actually their shows via they call them amc studios they're called they're confirmed agreements so and then deadline came on broke this story but there's three shows under amc but they're only for these three shows they're getting this interim agreement but it's still the walking dead daryl dixon spinoff which had six episodes they're gonna be shooting in europe finishing it up you got the walking dead the one who lives which only have ADR left for that, but that's the whole thing with uh, you know, with with a Lincoln. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh Carl's dad. What's his name? And uh, uh, Andrew Lincoln. Yeah, it's his spinoff. So they're gonna do his. That comes out in 2024, and then the interview with the vampire as well, which they're shooting in Prague. Apparently, they're giving an interim agreement for that as well. So those three AMC productions can move forward. It's not a blanket thing. It won't go for all AMC projects, but these, but it's it's baby steps, you know, because these are still huge productions that are moving forward now and able to work a deal and agree to this interim agreement across the board and say, hey, we're cool with this. Let's get our shows going. Let's finish them up so they can actually air in time when they're supposed to. So if big productions come forward or studios like AMC keep doing this, it might help the other ones like Disney and Fox and, you know, and, and you know, Universal and Warner Brothers all come forward and actually work this out because it needs to happen. Now, these, these are, you know, they're pretty big shows. So for me, I'm like, this is a good sign moving forward. Honestly, it is. But for me also, I'm like, AMC is doing this. I'm surprised they gave this out there. There's so many productions. I had a friend actually call me up today and was asking me about like how I get this agreement to go through because there's so many. There's like hundreds and hundreds of, if not thousands of projects trying to move forward and they're independent and they can't get greenlit, but something like AMC does. So it is good for the overall thing, but I think if you're really trying to push it as being a big thing for independent people you know help those independent people out don't like let them sit back and have to wait because people right. lose funding constantly and they can't get their project made because they can't get this approved and they're trying to do everything right that they've been told they can do to make a project come into fruition so but i think it's still cool i think it could help it could help you know it could help push the producers but overall i was kind of surprised when i heard this i really was Spencer, are you surprised this happened? Do you think this is a good thing for the strike? Or do you think that uh, this is the wrong move for SEG after to be doing something like this? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> I'm happy that people will have jobs, you know, amidst all this shit. So it's nice that the crews can actually get back to work under certain requirements and stuff. But I don't know. I feel like it kind of just taints the pool a little bit, kind of makes the problem a little bit bigger. But I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I don't know. I hated, I hated this show. 
<laughs> is that a spin off um, of The Walking Fucking Dead? No, this is this is the one that's no, not a vampire. I was like, what the vampire. actual fuck? Yeah. I, I see no. that. I'm just confused. That's why they yeah. did spin-offs. Yeah, two Walking Dead, one one not spin-off. That got approved. The show's a piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, the guy's trying thing. to be Brad Pitt back there, isn't he? He's trying. Yeah. He's uh, trying. I think he's uh is, is he technically Tom Cruise's uh, character? Tom Cruise's character, yeah. He's he's a stat, he does give uh, a rapid vibe. Yeah. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. but he does look very bad. Yeah, ah, yeah. Ah, whatever. Um, I didn't watch no. that show. It's not good, huh? I didn't love it. Uh, he said, "Bruh." <laughs> he said, "The main guy." He got in a fight with another guy, and he said, "Bruh," and I was like, "Click." I'm done. I was like, yeah, I didn't say <laughs> that. No they didn't say that in 1980. That's not how nope, that works. No period um, piece. No way that yeah. went down. But, but um, no, I'm. I don't know. I'm on the line. I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, I'm. I'm like I said. I'm, I'm torn on it too because it does kind of be like, well, is this good for the? Str- I mean, it's good for jobs, like you're saying, but is it good for the, good for the big a small idea group of people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not like the large amount that like you know. There's still mm-hmm. a lot of actors that are like, we will not actually work on these agreements as it is because it's it's counteractive against the strike. Exactly. Solidarity. Hence why we got in so many emails like them trying to like justify it. The union is trying to justify it, which I get. There's a lot exactly. of good that can happen, but it's also it's a it's a really fine line if you it's ask against me. Against the cause, you know. Yeah. <laughs> It's tough. Like you're working, it's but no one else is working because we're like, we yeah. got to get better deal. Oh, now this is shooting in America. So no, it's not. Prague, Europe. The ADR might helpful? be happening here for The Walking Dead, the, the Andrew oh, L. Lincoln the ADR, one. Oh, great. Thank yeah, but, you. But that's that's about, you know, that's about it. So, I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. Sabrina, so what do you think? You think this is bad for the business or you think this might be good for for small people? I maybe everybody. I really don't see the point. Like, why? And also, if you're going to continue shooting things, does that mean there's no writers on set that are going to, like, fucking fix shit that's wrong or like you know go through changes or like if, are there no actors that are gonna fuck up a line and they're gonna be like oh well, that's we'll just change that in the script because that's writing so yeah if you're punching something up or you're switching a scene or you're doing you know it, 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 anything that's not exactly as it was written that's writing so i don't know how you're supposed to continue production on a show as big as you know uh an amc production which i mean i, I just i I don't. It 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 boggles my mind. I don't. Also, just let's write out. Look at Carol. What? Look at Carol. So happy. Who the fuck is Carol? Carol. You mean I'd be happy if I was on Norman Reedus's motorcycle too. Yeah. I don't know who that guy is either. I'm gonna be Carol Carol Dixon. Sabrina. Uh, first of all, well, The Walking Dead can fuck itself along with the 30, 38,000 fucking spinoffs. Okay. Personally, not my thing. I don't give a shit about it. Yeah. Not my show. Don't give a shit about it. Rachel, That's you wa- for me. Rachel, you watched a lot of this, though, didn't you? What do you think about this moving Absolutely forward? Not. <laughs> <laughs> I gave up on Walking Dead in season three, um, so yeah. I've been out of it for a minute. Um, but as far as it pertains to like the strike, what I think the bigger studios need to look at is if these smaller studios are able to pay what the actors are asking for, why can't they? I think that's the big question that's going to come from getting these um, smaller studio deals. Um, but I at least the discussion is happening, so people are talking about it, so hopefully, it goes somewhere. Will it? Who knows? Um, I feel like Sag's fucking WGA on this man. 
I mean, yeah, that's the thing too. Yeah. It kind of feels like, especially since they had the whole like, thing released really where they're like, these yeah. interim agreements will not approve they're, any kind of uh, WGA scripted projects. These are definitely WGA yeah. scripted projects. Like, is there so, a thing where they're like, yeah. okay, well, we promise we're not going to do anything that's not written. And like, that's because SAG really make should have WGA's fucking back. Like, it just seems to be a It's weird. I don't like it. Writers just aren't giving their their credit either, like ever. I mean, it's yeah. this industry is big on that, you know. Like nobody knows who a, what a gripper, or, or a, you know, a gaffer does, you know. But um, writers for sure, especially, you know, it, yeah. yeah. See, that's the thing. That's that's the, the, that's, the, that's the second in command of you know both those departments. You know, that's they a pretty big position. They make sure the truck position. is organized. They make sure they have all um, the material they need. They make sure they have all the fucking parts and the big. things. And they fucking they, that's their their job that's is like a, basically taking care shit. of the truck. Yeah, they're in the truck. They're in the. They're behind the scenes, making sure everything is fucking there. Okay. A best mm-hmm. best boy grip. Yeah, very um, important. But they do show up when when shit goes awry. And that motherfucker can come out and fucking put a do do all the things. You know what I mean? They're but, the <laughs> but their job is specifically to make sure make that they have everything that they need and make sure everything yeah. is where it's supposed to be and make sure that you can find all the things. They don't fuck around. Um, but I feel like also like on set um like Sorry, you know, Spencer. writers are no you know you're you're right uh but they're just writers are taken for granted you know um yep. it's you know it, you're going through the day it takes a thousand pieces to make something happen and then the actors like oh, i don't like the line and they're like ah where's the writer at hey hey what do you what do you what do you think here you know uh, yeah cool yeah. all right go back in your hole you know and it's like mm-hmm. you know it's it's not especially in television sometimes I've noticed, you know, it's just like, you know, they're just there and they're just like a nice person. That's like, Oh, hi. You know? And you're like, what do you do here? And they're like, oh, I'm a writer. And you're like, you're the writer. You're a yeah. writer on the show. And you're like, you're just, okay. All right. Wow. Um, they have you in this sad. little corner someplace like yeah, away from sad, the set, you, you know? know, they'll, they'll go talk to you when they need you, you know? Yeah. Um, but besides that, but stay I away. Think, I think this is it. I think this is these, these companies that are like, ah, doing, do we use them that much? You know, are we going to, can we, is it written already? Can we just, can we do it? You know? And productions are like, uh, I mean, it's wrong, but yeah, we can do it. And they, and all, everything suffers. Like it. the fans suffer, the oh, business everything, suffers. Everything. Like what it happened? all just shits downhill, you know? Last writer's strike, look at the content, like a lot of shows they came back and they got canceled afterwards or like mm-hmm. that season sucked, they went downhill and people stopped watching them. Even if they were green up for another season, like people just didn't watch it because they were like, this is not, like it's not what we, we were buying into before and the quality is not there. And then all of a sudden it's like, why? Yeah. Why are we doing this? You know, mm-hmm. you know that, that leads me to thinking about why are we doing another born movie? Because it's the same kind of shit. It's like, it's like, why are we doing this everybody? But that the idea is out oh, there. Shit. Apparently this, the studio is talking about it. Yeah. Born reboot. And they're actually talking about having, you know, it's a remake. They're saying it's not a reboot officially with Joseph Quinn from, from actually from stranger things coming in to be the titular character. And the thing whole, the whole thing going down there saying, it's not going to, I guess it's not a reboot because it's actually continue on the story. Like he's not playing, you know, Matt Damon's character. He's not going to be born. It's going to be a whole different thing. He's not stepping those steps. He's apparently going to be playing a brand new character with a brand new story, but it's going to be, in the new intelligence agency. So that's the whole thing. And a younger male character, which is his character at the center of the story, the film will seemingly deal with an organization other than the fictional CIA black ops program, Treadstone. So it's not gonna be that, some different new organization 
He's going to cut his hair, which he has. I know that. You know, if he does his side thing. But you see him without the hair? It's, he looks like a totally different person. I, I know. I know. They he also does. have right now attached to direct this. David Lynch apparently directing this. From, oh, shit. Which Holy is huge. Shit. David Lynch. You got Drew Pierce who did Hotel uh, Ar- Ar- Artemis. Yeah, Hotel oh, Artemis. The two movie. worked together, too, uh, before in 2019's Fast and Furious Hobbs and Shaw, which I think is hilarious. And also the upcoming thriller, <laughs> The Fall yeah. Guy, too. These guys work together. But a born, you know, born reboot. They tried it before. And that that didn't do too well with Jeremy, Jeremy Renner. Renner. They tried like a spinoff TV series that didn't do too well. And I mean, Matt Damon really was the face of Bourne. And they're and trying those to make it fucking good. Yeah, they're trying to make it like James Bond, though. Like we can switch it up. Yeah. They've been trying it for years. But Jason Bourne is not James Bond. And I think that was like lightning hit once and it struck once or whatever. And you can't recreate that. You know, it just kept working out for Bond. But for for Bourne, like for me, if this is a thing there, this these are like rumblings they're saying they're they're negotiating stuff trying to work it all out they're still working on the script but why do we do this like sabrina do you want to see a jason Bourne reboot i mean the guy is great i like him he's a great actor but do you think that this is worth it a lot but hard no hard no for me (laughs) no dude i'm fucking sick of this like stop repurposing the same fucking ipness all the time like stop doing it stop it it's stupid. Nobody likes it. Like nope. you're it's it's like it's beyond <laughs> comprehension at this point. But it's like I, I feel like whoever like the Zaslavs and the Igers and the and the fucking cunts that fucking the trickle down economics that you can kindly shove up your dick hole. Um, I feel like that is just like one hundred percent what they want safe money. They want money that they know is gonna happen, but like take a fucking chance this is absurd you had two failed attempts after like the original there was a trilogy right the the first one yeah and fucking matt damon uh, they killed made four it. i thought what they made like, i didn't know man <laughs> no 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 with i think, matt damon. I, I think no, you're no, right no. i think you're right Maybe spencer four. i think there was a, I think was the fourth four. one right oh, yeah i think you they made, made it right no no a four, a okay. four matt damon no how many born identities with uh what's his name matt damon are there uh, identity, mm-hmm. supremacy, ultimatum, 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 and then there's Jason Bourne. Watch out, you're right. Yeah. I told Bourne. you. High yeah. five to yeah. you, sir. Yeah. She usually can't answer any questions, but she nailed this one. She goes, right. she goes, Matt Damon has played Jason Bourne four times. Um, I, I, I don't think I saw the fourth one. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. I don't know. Nah. That. <laughs> what? Hmm, I don't know that. Oh God, with the gifts, I can't. Anyway, so whatever. He did a great job. I, I don't think all four of them were great. Um, I the first one I really liked. Um, I don't. I can't, honestly can't remember. There was one of them I didn't care for, and that's probably why I didn't see the fourth one. But um, whatever. I I think that was your bread and butter, right? You recycled it four times, but then you chose to recycle it again with Jeremy Renner, and then you chose to recycle it again in the TV show, and now years later. You want to recycle it again with a new person? Like, why? And, like, the, the difference between Bond and this is... Spencer's ready to go. I know he's the ready to go. The difference between Bond and this is that, like, Bond is playing the same character. They're not playing the same no. character. So at least it's... I appreciate that. Like, you're not... It's not a direct spinoff. It's, like, similar... But not the same but character. Different. So but I, different. I, I, uh, yeah. It, well, it's a circle. It's a circle. Um, I feel like uh, I feel like it's a. I, that's my the only like tip of the cap that I can give to you. You know what I mean? But like, stop trying to make money off the same IP. Let's just find something new. Look at I, I say this all the time. Look at everything everywhere all at once. Like that is something that was one hundred percent original. 
and fucking amazing and weird and kooky and crazy and someone took a chance on it and it won all the fucking Oscars. It, so, it just sw- swept everything. Try, try to do that instead of this, please. I know Spencer is just like chopping at the chopping at the bit. We're going to go to Rachel first, though. Rachel, what oh, do you think about really? this? Rachel, do you think smart. that this is a good smart. idea? <laughs> yeah. Very you smart move. What are you saying, Spencer, for the last year? What do you think? Do you think this is good? Do you think <laughs> he's a great actor? Do you think it's worth giving him a chance and trying it one more time? Or uh, should they just like leave Jason Bourne alone? I want to clarify one thing about James Bond first. James Bond is not the same. It's not supposed to be the same person. person but it's uh, James Bond. Character, character. It's a double James Bond is a mantle, not an individual. So it's not a continued storyline. Every time there's a new Bond, it's a new individual. Um, but I don't right, but think you can do that with more than one franchise. Named James Bond. Right. Bond. James Bond. Right. James Bond. It's a mantle. James Bond. Okay. Uh, but they're Fair all enough. named James Bond. So everyone who's 007 yeah. is James Bond? Yeah, so I understand. I understand. Point. Named James he's a spy. I, I understand then, the point. I understand he's a spy. You don't use your government name for spy work. Oh, <laughs> Unless it's a great a, name like Bond. That's a very interesting take. Also, why would you keep using the same name? Just curious. I didn't write the books. Um, okay, well, I'm just saying. But agree to disagree. Well, <laughs> <Jenna>. um, <laughs> sorry, I got distracted. Also, I'm over forty, <laughs> so don't listen to my opinion. <laughs> elders have value. Joseph's very Sabrina. upset. Oh, you <laughs> elder? I'm gonna Colorado and kick you in the face tomorrow. Just so you know. Look out. I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna call Lexi. Be like, I need your address. And I'm gonna come in hot. She you gonna, find like you. She I'm like, you're not gonna you. see me coming. I'm gonna like leap off of a tree. It's gonna be weird. It's gonna be you're gonna be like, what the fuck is happening? And you're like, Sabrina just kicked you in the face. That's what happened. And you called her old, and, and then you called her an elder. How do you dig a dig a deeper hole? Literally, the elders have what? What? I kindly appreciate that you restructure your sentences for the rest of the show, Mitzi, because I'm an elder and I'm a boss. So tell me what you wanted to say without insulting me. Back to James Bond, man. Go ahead. I want to hear it. I can't wait to shut you down again. <laughs> I don't give a shit about the Bourne franchise. All, all just to say, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, that's all I got for that. I did GAF. What's she saying? Spencer, what do you think about this? Do you think that Quinn would be a good a good choice to reboot this franchise, bring some new life to it, make it a brand new thing, start all over again, do 55 more? What do you think, Spencer? Or should they say, I got a lot to say. fuck this? I got a lot, I got a lot, to, lot to say. By the way, I love you, Rachel. Go ahead, Spence. Get, Get in, in there. there. Um, no, I had heard once that, um, Matt Damon had written a script in school about a boy who was, uh, had, you know, poor means and was a janitor and was very intelligent, right? And went on to be a CIA agent who was inducted into a certain program. And his professor, his writing professor said, hey, cut out all this bullshit. Uh, with the CIA and do it about the girl and the people right here. And so he wrote, you know, the rest of Goodwill Hunting, right? Um, Wait, I'm sorry. Goodwill Hunting originally had a spy in it? Goodwill Hunting was originally about a boy who was who was vastly intelligent, right? But then went on to succeed in this experimental CIA program, right? Oh, so wow. it's very, very cool that 10 years later, right? He gets also another dream role where, yeah. you know. Super uh, interesting. Super cool. Fun fact. Um, 
he I don't know I didn't ever see Matt Damon particularly as like a badass you know I don't know when he I started seeing those movies I, I like the first couple I mean he's just emotionless and, and great you know and his anger is good I don't know I just didn't see it I didn't yes. like it um but uh I actually thought hot take uh the Jeremy Renner one was better than all the other ones um, that? yeah uh because it actually explained what the fuck was going on because you don't know anything about like the dosages that they're taking or like this experimental you're like oh he's in treadstone oh shit he's here oh fuck, let's find him what happened you know uh, he's forgot his memory you know i don't know there was just a lot that i thought was missing in the original porn movie so he mm. his memory video you're bummed that, that jeremy renner didn't get any more then probably right uh, I don't know. I just like the way they explained, like that what? they were like experimental programs. You know, like they talked about the blues and the greens and how it like heightened your physical senses or it heightened your mental like stimulus. And that's like all you need. That's all you need right there. It's just oh, okay, they're super soldiers. Got it. Cool. I feel like they totally skipped over that and all the other ones. Um, the mystery is exciting. But to finally to send this one out. Quinn, what's his name? What's Joseph Quinn, right? Joseph, Joseph Quinn, yeah. Joseph Quinn. Uh, yeah. He's got to be doing something fantastic because they're just shooting or just finished shooting uh, Gladiator 2, correct? Oh, they, 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 they shot, yeah, Gladiator 2. Yeah, that, I think they right? stopped, so, though. Didn't they stop, too? I think they stopped production on it, right, during this whole yeah, thing. But I don't know how much they They were very far shot. into it. They were Friar, very far know? into it. I thought yeah. They, yeah, I thought I didn't know if they were done or not. So. But I mean, he went from Stranger Things as this guitarist, you know, whatever, like, and now apparently whatever he did in Gladiator, people are like, oh, this guy's badass. He's got to be the next Jason Bourne, you know? And I'm like, I'm interested. Yeah. I'll take a look at it. Anyone who's casting Jason Bourne was watching the dailies from Gladiator. They were, they were talking about him being in the the Human Torch too. There's a rumor about him being Human Torch. He was going to be like, let me see the dailies of your like unrevealed. No, I think it's, I think it's more like about like, oh, he's doing great over here. You know what I mean? Let's, you know, there's buzz, right? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. You know, your agent, you know, pushes you and, you know, there's a lot going on there, but. Well, of course your agent pushes you, but then you have to audition. So I don't think, I don't think it's what he did in Gladiator 2. I think it's what he did in his audition. Or they get a reference from Ridley Scott. You know what I mean? Maybe the agent said Ridley Scott actually say, vouched but in order for to him. Get that audition, yeah, you typically have to have somebody that's in your corner. Yeah. Well, how to get the audition for Ridley Scott? Uh, then he did Stranger Things. Why can't Stranger Things carry him on to this as well? Well, I mean, that's a start. Uh, but I don't takes, think the roles are very different. You know, like transfer. Yeah, very yeah. different. Types. Well, like, but he you has know, to okay. have to have proven that he is capable he of doing this role. That part, right? You know that he booked that part. Uh, the Stranger Things part. What do you mean? No, no. I'm a casting director. Not really, but pretend. (laughs) I'm a casting director, and I see this person who did a great job in Stranger Things and was Mm -hmm. probably the best part of that season, to be perfectly honest. He was really good. Then Mm -hmm. I find out that he is cast in in the new Gladiator nonsense. But you don't know what he is. You have no idea what he is. It could just be a comic. He's serving not a cobbler. You know? He's not a fucking problem. I mean, Leave like, Daniel alone. I thought he was going to be like Joaquin Phoenix's character, and that guy's a bitch. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. don't get me wrong. Like, I love Joaquin Phoenix, but the character the communist played was a he's a punk bitch. You know, so he could have easily been cast as one of those characters. You know, 
on the Senate. I he could have been easily, I know. you know. I feel, I feel like he's like a small senator or something like that. I mean, just, I, I know that this person booked a large role in the gladiator. I would be like, pull him in, right? Yeah. Because like when you're casting drug addict number seven, you you pull a bunch of people who have zero experience being drug addicts and you just pull them off a fucking page. When you when you when you want someone to come in to do a fucking I don't know a teacher, are you like does anyone know who has teaching experience here? No, you look at headshots and you say who looks like a fucking teacher, right? So you go up I with knowledge in your brain. And if there is a, I, I, a I think... co- go ahead, sorry. No, go ahead. I love it back and forth. Get in there. I did, I, I on, think buddy. past roles are a big reason you get the next role. You know what I mean? Oh, one hundred percent. That's how people yeah. get typecast so, like, yeah. so, so often. However, yeah, as a casting director, coming off the buzz of Stranger Things, knowing you're a casting gladiator, what's the problem with calling him in? Just call him in. I don't think I need a reference or anything. Call him the fuck in. Now, I when think, you see him, I, I think there's great, a big problem. And you get a call back, then you just fucking say, "Hey, does anybody know how we can find out what he's doing over there?" Like whatever the fuck. But I don't think it was because of that. But how many of those guys are there? You know, it's like Jacob Elordi there. You know, there. You know, there's Dacre Montgomery. You know what I mean? Like Dacre Montgomery would have probably been a better fit for some born character. I could see that even in the transgression of Stranger Things. So I'm curious. Is like, I, there are uh, so many other young male actors that I see being a new well, Jason Bourne well, as many, opposed to this people, Quinn guy. You, I'm sorry. I mean, I you, anything, are you, you know? under the impression that like they just called up and they're like, we approach you with this role. You don't have to audition and we're going to give it to you. Cause that didn't happen. You never I'm, know. I am convinced it that's the only happen. way anybody gets roles. Absolutely. But I don't know. I feel, like, I, I feel like when you get to a certain point though, if like, if absolutely you, not, if, if people stop love you so much in one, sure. yeah. Oh yeah. But I think it's if they look. No, 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 no. It happens no, when they not, stop auditioning not, you. It does happen. At, at these guys, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, you get to a level where you guy. stop auditioning. Yeah. Well, I mean, not like Timothy Chalamet's there already. You know? no, but, no. but Sabrina, no, there's an idea so of like you do chemistry tests and reads and things. Tom Cruise like, doesn't still anymore. a bunch of fucking things, obviously. But are you telling me that the Dungeons and Dragons leader from Stranger Things doesn't have to audition anymore? You must be fucking. I think he does, but I think that you're fucking nuts. I think the idea. No, of being in a movie like Gladiator puts a lot of weight on his audition, you know? Yes, yes. And the role and that he was played. Ahead of the line. I am merely saying that whatever buzz was created from his performance in Gladiator was great. I am very excited for what he's going to bring to Gladiator because it seems like whatever's happening is going well for him because he's about to supposedly be this it's new like- Jason Bourne. Can he be in something that's not a reboot or a remake or a fourth? I do agree with that. I do agree with that. You just come up with new material. You know what I mean? Uh, that's not oh, where they, 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 they you know yeah, what I there's, there's this typecast right there they're rebooting yeah. some let's use this guy right now right. but you know that's that's Dude, what i'm saying he that's the character he played in stranger things is 150 thousand percent different than whatever he's doing in gladiator oh, so i insult totally. that i like i'm totally. i insult yeah. that that's not the sentence but you know what I mean? i'm insulted by that is what i meant to say i insult that. Downing. it's okay guys i'm i'm it's putting it, that's peppy I'm putting it on. I'm, that's going to be on a coffee mug too. I insult that along with eye penis and uh, gay it up. Okay. Gay it up. I like um, it. And Brian needs to stop like drinking. It. That'll be on there too. Um, but you know what's the thing? She looked very pretty today. That's an impression. Drink, Sabrina. Drink. Oh, fuck me. That's an impression. But that's what happens. People do get typecast. People disappear. People come back. You know, sometimes they find somebody and they say attach them because of a different project. They lead into something else. And then sometimes people are like, 
this fucking guy, where's he been? And that leads me to my next conversation. I want to talk about Dr. Doom because Josh Hartnett, I think, falls into there too. Because Josh Hartnett kind of disappeared for a long fucking time. And now he's popping up left and right. I mean, he was just an Oppenheimer. And, you know, originally Christopher Nolan said that he actually wanted Josh Hartnett to play Batman at one point instead of Christian Bale, which is fucking crazy to me. But I think that I could kind of see it. Yep. But now, the, now it's going around. And it's funny. There's a, there's a website we, we go to once in a while called Giant Freaking Robot. And all the trades are going nuts. They're the ones that broke this story. But apparently Josh Hartnett was offered Doctor Doom for ta- Fantastic Four and moving forward in the marvel universe now you're like what dr doom now they've been going back and forth about this because dr doom will not be the villain in the next fantastic fantastic four he might be a side character a little part they're saying that he won't be huge just a couple scenes maybe a post-credit scene galactus is supposed to be the villain in that movie and they're still going back and forth about the cast as we talked about joseph quinn was up for the human torch but i kind of like this casting I, i i think josh hartnett could fit this really well because again He's playing an intellectual. I think he could do that very well. Uh, Dr. Doom, like, fuck, such a great character for anybody. And they want a name for this role. They don't want, and like, just nobody wants him to carry this character through into Secret Wars, too. If you know anything about the Marvel stuff, like, it's a huge character in Secret Wars. And Josh Hartnett, it's a pretty big name. And he has this renaissance going in his career right now. Again, like, it's amazing if you ask me. Like, he's also up for Two-Face right now. We talked about that in the show before, too. Up for Two-Face in the Batman. So, I mean, I don't know if that's going to go through, but he was, like, one of the leading people up for that, too. So, it might be one of those things where they're just, like, grabbing onto him. But if you know anything about Dr. Doom, Dr. Doom, he was, at one point, he was a god emperor, and they called him God Emperor Doom, and he had, like, a legion of Thors at one point. Of course, like, he worked with Dr. Strange. He actually ran Dr. Strange for a while. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in the comic books to be kind of funny he's a powerful sorcerer just like dr strange but for me i see this and i'm like dr doom hartnett i like that you know i feel like he disappeared for a long time after with well, the sin city movies and now like this mm-hmm. is a chance for him to come back and start kicking some ass and oppenheimer i, I still haven't seen oppenheimer but he was great in that too um let's go to spencer very very first i know he just ended let's start with spencer at the beginning what do you think about hartnett being dr doom do you think this is a good choice for the franchise or would you like seeing somebody else I fucking love Josh Hartnett. Dude, I have loved him since Pearl Harbor. I have fucking loved it. Uh, yeah, he took a, I don't know, he took a while off. I want to say like a decade. Um, yeah, he did uh, Penny Dreadful, I think was the last one he did. And he was like, took yeah. a break from Hollywood or something. You know, one of those. Uh, yeah, that's but yeah, he's show. coming. It was a great show, but he's coming back like hard. He was his Black Mirror episode. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you got anybody seen that, but I would absolutely recommend it. Um, it. Well, you're wrong. You're wrong. (laughs) You're wrong. Um, Well, Regina, to you, sir. It's a depressing episode. It's very, it's very sad, but it's very. It's it's, it's, black mirror. They're all depressing. It's yes. Let's be real. Um, I'm a fan of the show in general. Whoa! Sorry, you're wrong. Whoa! Are you surprised on this? That is okay. I'm gonna move on past that. Uh, Do it. So. I did see something about Killian Murphy doing uh, Doctor Doom, which I thought was also a very no. good. I thought it was a very good choice, personally. I can see that. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and mute Sabrina real quick. Okay. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I I love and yeah, I think what they're about to do with the next few phases, Doctor Doom is going to be a pivotal character because um, he is. He's a bad guy in like all of these. Uh, so I love it. I think it's going to be awesome. I also really like the idea of him being Two-Face, but I don't think he should be both. So, 
That's the thing though, because I mean, it's two world, different worlds, not. but it makes it's but it's complicated, right? It's a complicated thing for comic book people to be two so, big characters moving forward. Mm-hmm. You but yeah, I don't think you should. Yeah. Everyone's been. I came. I came out like last night, and everyone's kind of been going nuts about it. Like over there, apparently they said they offered it during him, or before the strike, they actually offered it to him, and now they're saying that he said yes to it. So, I mean, we'll see. No official announcement from uh from Marvel yet, but I but I think it could be. Yeah, I fucking love him as an actor. I think he's great. So I think I could I could see it. I could see it. Rachel, what do you think? Do you think that uh, Josh Hartnett coming back to be a Marvel villain would be good for him, or do you think that his career? Is going a different direction from that and you should stay away from this kind of universe um we're in this weird place with marvel where it's not it doesn't feel like the career boom it used to be um so like it really could go either way it could just be another thing he puts on his fucking resume and moves on or it if the film turns out really well and it gets good really good reception and kind of revives interest in Marvel cuz we've all talked about how people are just fucking sick of these superhero movies at this point. We're tired. <laughs> so there's, I, there's I think there's a lot of fatigue out there these days. Interest and can overcome the fatigue, it could be good for his career. Um otherwise I think it's just kind of neutral. Yeah. It's just a thing that I he's mean, doing. The Marvel thing, it's like that's my thing that people have been talking about, not just Marvel, but superhero. That's the thing with like about Blue Beetle didn't do well. It's done better now. It's picked it up a little bit, but still not not as solid like box office that you box office that you would want. Again, like all the Flash stuff, the DC stuff, that's all been failing. Marvel stuff again, a lot of their stuff coming out on TV. People haven't been loving it either. But then again, I think it's just oversaturation. They should focus mm-hmm. on their movies and less this TV stuff. Like we don't need a whole you know, series about the secret invasion. We got it, but we didn't need it, you know? And overall it was, it just dropped the ball a lot of ways. It just really did. I know Sabrina yeah. didn't like that that much. Sabrina, what do you think what though? You like the uh, secret invasion. Oh, but, but what do you think about Hartnett though, Sabrina? I know you like him as an actor. Do you think that he would be good playing this character? Or do you think that, I mean, Dr. Doom is like the next really big bad for the very end. People are saying Kang's gonna be the villain now for Secret Invasion, which right. I don't think, or Secret Wars. I don't think so, because in the comic books, it's Dr. Doom. It has to be Doom. Fuck Kang, give us Doom. But what do you think about Hartnett taking over and, and taking the reins as a new villain for the MCU? Literally anything that anyone just said makes me want to vomit. Like all of the things, like literally all of the things. Okay, fucking Kang can suck it. Hashtag Denzel Washington. Uh, fucking Denzel. Uh, uh, what's his nuts here? Josh Hartnett. I don't. I don't have a problem with him. I, I. I think his best role actually is what you mentioned, Spencer. Um. Uh, Pearl Harbor. Penny Dreadful. No, Penny Dreadful. Penny hey, Dreadful is so good. Pearl Harbor is very depressing. Don't bring that up again. Um. So. <laughs> um, I need another beer. Pe- never Penny forget. Dr- please do. What? Never forget. I will never forget. Pearl Harbor I went, sucks. I went there. But I, I love you. Go on the fucking boat and look at the. It's super fucking depressing. Okay, I need to get control earrings out of the deal, but it was very <laughs> depressing. Um, so my point is uh, that uh, I don't. I really. I honestly, the Fantastic Four has failed fucking twice. So oh, I, I don't guess. really like give a shit like that. They're trying to bring it back, and like I don't. I don't know if I were an actor and I was and I would or Josh Hartnett an actor like not Black someone that was like good. brand new like me like if I was me and they were like come be fucking the invisible bitch whatever the fuck her name is I'd be like absolutely I will She's do that invisible bitch. but like no that's her like, name invisible bitch yeah. but for a good actress who are like it, like like I'm not I am good but I mean like for someone who's known for someone who who's for someone who gets that carte blanche audition that we were just talking about not not someone who's like oh I'm looking at this picture you 
look like you could play a prostitute. That's cool. Okay, let me pick her. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying, from someone, for someone who has ha- had a lot of credits, like, especially film credits, like, how, why would you want to go to a f- fucking third reboot of a franchise that, have, that has completely failed, like, Every time, but then also a franchise that is like kind of going downhill. You're not on the upswing, you're on the downswing. Like in your mind, are you like, I'm the person that's going to change this? Like, what do you, what do you think is going to happen? I don't know. And I feel like Josh Hartnett is like coming back out of nowhere. Um, He was in, uh, what's that stupid fucking thing with Kevin Hart and and John Travolta? In Travolta, Die Hard? Die Hard. Die Hard. Die Hard. He was in Die Hard, which was very... I, I I can and have Lexi can and have my the, <laughs> my point is that was a headshot reliant fucking role that I got called in for um so uh basically where I'm going with this is that I just feel like uh I I, I mean I guess I guess you're not gonna say no money but like you're like reestablishing your career you were offered fucking two-faced you were offered this i guess or like you know you're up for two i don't really up for two-faced up yeah for he two didn't face. officially take it but it was up for yeah, it, it was... i'm just saying if i had to pick between the two and i know dc sucks kind of like for for people i i would definitely go for it's a way better character to play than dr doom but if you are going to do this like great and fine <laughs> the character itself dude are you Doctor not Doom is such kid? a great character though Doctor he really Doom is can suck my dick it's a twice failed franchise well, it's literally a twice failed franchise. i will say this though sabrina because that was still under the what? fox reigns that or that was before oh, the disney got Four. it yeah yeah before like, disney got like, it Marvel? what twice yeah, failed but now that Fantastic marvel not the house of mouse <laughs> has it i have to say that yeah. there's a different opportunity here for yeah, this and they're spending a lot of time on the casting I they're like a lot Josh of time Arnett. on the story he's fucking fine i don't care this is so obnoxious <laughs> like when the fuck this movie's gonna come out it. in like 19 fucking 1925 2075 because i'm old that's for you rachel um it's gonna come out like literally uh in 2099 so i don't give a shit I really don't. This is all speculation. It's so so fucking annoying that they keep coming out. It's like we're the first people that brought you that fucking uh uh what's David Diggs is gonna fucking play the fucking role of the thing. May second, twenty twenty five is when it comes out. Currently. Currently. We're in the middle of a fucking strike. They keep pushing things six months, eight months, nine months. Like I think it's rich that they're coming in hot with this bullshit. And by the way, actors can't negotiate contracts right now. No, yes, no. you can. You no. can. Yes, you no, can. No, no. You no, can negotiate you can't. contracts. You no, can't rehearse. You can't. you can't act. You can't go on location, but you can actually audition and rehearse. Con- you can audition actually do- and, and negotiate things, contracts. For things that are fucking able to be shot. Yeah. But you can still negotiate contracts. No, I don't think you can. Yeah, I you can. Google it. Google you can. It right that now. was one of their things they said you can could do. Somebody give me a like, Google. Like Google. Get in there, Sabrina. Somebody but the that's, a, that's a thing. Apparently, it's leaked, though, that came out during right before the strike. He was actually offered it, and apparently, they're, they're saying he said yes. So, I mean, I don't know. Again, Marvel has made no announcement on this, and they won't until the strike is done, I guarantee. <laughs> because they're not going to announce Doctor Doom before they announce the Fantastic <laughs> Four. It's not going to happen. You know, they're going to announce the cast, the main cast. Then they'll announce Doctor Doom. If they do, it might be one of those things where he's a post credit scene. And you don't actually know this until after the fact, you know? Yeah, Giant Freaking Rogue has been really good about this, too. Like, that's why like all the people Google are going nuts in the trades. That's all I'm saying. But to me, <laughs> Marvel is rebooting everything. And oh, this is a big, this is the first family of Marvel. So like they want to so make it fucking right. You know, they want to make it right. 
So I think get the best people you can. This is a good opportunity for any actor to get in there. Stupid. Think about Sabrina. Think about Josh Brolin Stupid. being Thanos. So Stupid. how big was that for his career? And that Are you was kidding? Josh cut. Brolin's like a celebrated that fucking was a actor. Phase of Are you fucking fucking kidding? Kidding? Was that for his career? Interesting. I, mean, I think it's big for him. I think it's big that for him. No, it was big for Marvel's career. It was big for Marvel's career. Josh Brolin is a fucking huge cable. deal. He's a huge deal. That guy's fucking brilliant. Yeah, and also watch this Hot Ones but, episode. It's very but, entertaining. Yeah, really good. But mainstream, mainstream, I'm saying is big because he does a lot of like smaller he's things. A and they make money. What? The kid Goonie, he's been around for a long what? time, but I still feel like it's not as big as Marvel stuff has been for him. But you, biggest you blockbuster movie. Barbie just beat actual Avengers recently as like for for box Woo! office. So. Yeah, fucking yeah. Deadpool, yeah. which I feel like it's was like better than being Thanos. <laughs> he was in No Country for Old Men for fuck's I, sake. I know, but like honestly, Sabrina, compared to like the close box office. It's Suck great. Gross it. box office, so I'm saying. I don't know. And Gross that was a long time ago. I, I am so done with this conversation. You ago. are really <laughs> pushing my limits. Ago. That was a long time ago. And speaking of box offices, I want to talk about Taylor Swift. Because oh. Taylor Swift is coming to a movie theater near you. And it's a big thing for music right now. Because a lot of times these musicians have their concerts. And they don't release them to theaters. It doesn't happen. And because Taylor Swift had that whole thing with Ticketmaster. And, you know, she had a lot of problems with her thing. She decided to record it put it out as a movie and put it into theaters with AMC. And, and then it was going to start small, like some of the big chains, but not the small chains. But big things happen. The pre-sales went through the freaking roof. And that's why all the smaller theaters were like, oh, we need this movie too. But right now, it already beat Spider-Man No Way Home for pre-sales, which is pretty freaking huge. Oh, right now, that hurts. I, yeah, it hurts. It hurts. <laughs> they made $26 million right now in pre-sales. $26 million. Spider-Man had $16.9 million. Alone. That's, that's AMC alone. Only at AMC. That's not Cinemark. Oh that's not Regal. Rachel is 100% true. 100% true. And that's and an IMAX. You know, all the IMAXs are sold out. 250 screens sold out with this. I mean, for the industry, like the AMPTP is not getting in this money. You know, they're not. This is all about her. And it's big because if this does as well, they're saying they're saying 100, 100, over 100 million right now opening weekend. And if it does this well, like that might open the floodgates for more musicians to actually put their concerts on the big screen and put it out there. It's, it's, it's insane because no one would have thought... Like you think about this, like no one ever think that a musician putting a concert on the movie theater would make this much money. But in a time right now with someone as popular as her, it's a big thing for theaters. Like I said, all those smaller chains that like, give us a movie, give us a movie. It's supposed to be a limited release. Everybody wants it now because of this. But it's called Aaron's Tour. And the thing is, like in the first 24 hours, it made 26 million. First 24 hours, 26 million dollars. Mm -hmm. It's insane. And I think that for us to actually contemplate what this is, we usually do this. We watch movie trailers on here normally, but I actually have the trailer for the Taylor Swift oh, concert great. right now. We can watch right now all together. And I think you get an idea for what it is. So everybody, my light Google means I'm correct. Just in case Here's the trailer for Taylor Swift's Eras Tour. I'm gonna drink to this. Welcome to the Eras Tour. This has been the most extraordinary experience of my entire life. He looks so pretty like a devil is she We're about to go on a little adventure together, and that adventure is going to span 17 years of music. How does that sound? Welcome to the acoustic setting. Thank <laughs> you. 
come up to me and they'd be like, you're gonna just like do a show with like all the albums in it? And I was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's gonna be called the Eras Tour. See you there. I was under the impression that when people did a concert, they they played music from all of their albums. Like, isn't, isn't that what they do? Is that a thing? Uh, yeah, but this is called the Eras. A, a couple yeah. of their biggest hits. Oh, but, so like... it's a name thing. <laughs> so the Eras Tour is coming to your AMC, your Cinemark, your Regal, across the board, everybody. And it's, to me, I'm like, this is... It's actually, it's I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty shocked in a way because I mean she is huge. I thought you were gonna say pretty psyched. I'm not I'm not gonna say I'm psyched. I'm saying I I mean like I'm I'm just saying it's pretty huge because it might change the whole industry quite a bit right now. I think that if this does so well, I think more musicians are gonna want to do this, and I think it might open the floodgates for. I mean, older generations of musicians that come out like a, like, you know, like, like a Aerosmith or something like that. Maybe they'll do something like this. Maybe it'll go into rap superstars. Maybe you'll have everybody, though, every kind of generation. Maybe Fall Out Boy, Spencer's favorite fan is Spencer out there. will do not something my like this. But I'm saying it's, I think it, it's going to open the floodgates for a lot of things. I'm a, and I want to go, right, yeah, that's, I, there I you go. I want to go to Rachel on this though first. So, because Rachel brought this story to my attention first and I saw everything that was going on. Rachel, what do you think? Is this amazing? Is this great for music and for theaters? What do you think about this? Or do you think this shouldn't be happening? I think I didn't know the answer. Uh, <laughs> I think this is a very unique situation. Um, the Eras Tour has broken all sorts of records for concerts. It's like the best selling concert of all time. All summer, people have been fighting and tearing themselves apart trying to get tickets to this show. Um, so the fact Good that they're time. releasing it to theaters, I love, I love to support fighting and tearing people apart. Sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's it's been such a phenomenon. This is bigger than just an artist going out and performing. It has been a cultural phenomenon. So I don't really think that other artists can apply themselves this way. Maybe like I don't, I can't even think of another artist who has this kind of pull at this moment. Because um, he's breaking. All of these, right? Beyonce's on tour right now. No one's fucking fighting over her tickets. Yeah, they are. Um, not, not like not this, like though, Sabrina. This. Like, this has been a phenomenon. Shade and I like, at the fucking Beyonce. I have no shade at Beyonce. You can still be amazing and phenomenal without, like, it, it's truly unprecedented, the records that she's breaking. It's true. It's true. She'll take um, you out, Sabrina. No, she won't. <laughs> <laughs> um but this has Play truly been taylor talk. swift's fucking summer she has re-released um one of the albums she has announced a re-recording of another album because of the whole kerfuffle with her music getting stolen that's a whole another story but um the fact that this this film was not known about it wasn't her music getting stolen it was her music she signed a bad contract and that's oh is that what it was um scooter scooter braun there's a whole thing there but she's re-releasing her music so that it's she like a simon cowell thing the they wouldn't let her give they wouldn't give her rights to her own uh, music so that she could like he because he owned them yeah. and it was it was a whole it was a whole fucked up thing. Whole thing that's and uh, she's 100 percent right by the way but she's uh she's fucking killing it she is it's than any other fucking human in, in existence i'm not a millennial so, by the way um 
white millennial. We're, we're, no, me and Taylor Swift I'm are old. white millennial. We're I'm the old, millennial. remember? Um, it's huge, though, Rachel. Do you think this is going to open the floodgates? People did not. Though? For for some more context about the ticket sales, this was not something that the world knew about before yesterday morning. So she announced it yesterday morning and sold millions of dollars of tickets immediately. Um, like I know I bought tickets. Face. I have I have tickets for opening night in of a fucking yep, yesterday. Because I could not get tickets to the goddamn tour, so this is yeah, the best right. they can do. Yeah, no, I get that. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a valid point that because of the fiasco that went down with oh, Ticketmaster. They canceled a bunch yeah. of things as people want to see her. It's it's huge. Mm-hmm. It's expensive. It's those fans. I've heard. Yeah. 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 Very. Now you can spend like, you know, 20 bucks at your local theater as opposed to spending yeah. hundreds and hundreds of dollars and you get experience like front row kind of, you know? So that's it's an absolutely it's huge. unprecedented phenomenon. I don't think we're going to see anything like this happen again. In and 40X. I don't think we've seen anything happen like this before. It's, it's, no unique and that's uh, that's thing like just am like we said before amc alone was like mm-hmm. 26 and it's like what was it gonna be for everybody for AMC else alone and that was alone. at like 5 p.m yesterday so that didn't even count half the day yesterday all of today like i would bet they've pre-sold 70 million dollars of tickets yeah that's like look at look at freaking we talk about these like Again, I want to go back to the Marvel thing. We talk about the Marvel and the DC stuff. It's like $10 million. You know what I mean? It's like, that's nothing. You know what I mean? Look at like these yeah. movies that have been coming out recently. Most movies coming out recently are like 5 million opening day. You know what I mean? You're talking about 26 right away right off the bat. Mm-hmm. That's huge for one theater chain. For one and, chain. <laughs> and you know you know that the all the producers are fucking pissed right now. They're like, oh, she's making this money. We're not getting shit, you know, right now. She, I fully believe she could run for president and would win. Like the amount of pull oh, she has right now is insane. She's literally driving the U.S. economy. Oh, absolutely! She literally, absolutely. She literally single-handedly driving yeah. the U.S. economy for better or for worse. It is a great time to be a girl right a now. A Swift fan honestly. between Barbie a and Taylor Swift. This has been the summer of oh, just like rain it in. What is feminine awesomeness? What do we call Swift fans? Swifties. Are they called Swifties? Swifties? What are they called? Uh, Aren't we arguing about abortion laws? What's going on right now? Not a good time to be a woman. We talk about Taylor Swift's dancing and gyrating. That's what we talk about here. It's a great time to be a woman where you have to drive six states over to take care of your own humanity. We're leaving that out of here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think it's great okay. for cinema, so that's what I put up It's great for cinema. It's a good time. It's great for AMC. It's not great for cinema. <laughs> all these all great these oh, yes it's great it. for uh, theaters not theater great, no, just amc it's a deal with amc no it's not playing at regal it's they are they are they opened it up they opened it, it up to everybody now oh, they did yes yeah. because it did so well they opened it was it always at regal wow. no 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 i read a whole fucking article today no, it's everywhere. About it's regal. an amc broker yep. deal it's everywhere it's everywhere now sabrina it's everywhere I fucking hate the internet it's everywhere. All the low chain theaters that weren't allowed to get, they all actually put an authorization to get it to all the smaller, like Hamam and pop places. Everybody put it out there. So it's going everywhere. And that's why Rachel was like, like really pushing home is that that was just AMC, but because AMC had that big thing that like that big pre-sales, like, like numbers, everyone wanted to get a piece of the pie. I thought it was a deal brokered between her originally. and AMC. Originally. Or her when people it, and When AMC. it was originally announced, it was Cinemark, Regal, and AMC. It was just the big three. Yeah. And now is Cinemark one of the big now. three? That's interesting. Yep, it is. 
Yeah, Cinemark's yeah. there. The Cinemark around here is like you get your life in your hands Cinemark. going in there. To it's a regional thing. Like, yes, it is. Cinemark totally. is regionally big. Jesus, totally you're like, Cinemark. don't murder me. I'm just trying to go to Cinemark. Cool, fucking incredible. Other places, not here. <laughs> Cinemark used to be like the cheap SAG theater here too, but not oh, you anymore. Oh, used to be over two dollars. Mm. No, it's pretty That one's closed down now, but I'm talking about the other one, like on, oh, that, on Victory. Yeah. That was a regal. That was a long time ago. Sabrina, do you think that this is good for the uh, the film think? industry, for the theater chains, or do you think this is going to hurt um, hurt it all in the long end because more musicians uh, might take over the sales and uh, you know and fill the theaters up? I'm I'm all for musicians making money. Like musicians have been my therapy my whole fucking life. So hey, like that's great, and I'm glad you're making more money. Honestly. Um, my issue is, uh, oh, Ryan Bauer said to drink. Thank you, dick bag. Um, I have to make <laughs> a drink, uh, and I will because I don't, know, I don't have any more liquor. But I'm talking right now, so I can't. So basically, I'm just gonna do this and then nope. tell you what I want to uh, do. I'm gonna go to somebody else if you're oh, leaving. I'm not leaving, dick. I'm right here. Why are you so mad at me tonight? I'm old. I'm leaving. I'm doing things people don't want me to do. You're not old. You know what? Before the yeah, show started, like, I called you beautiful. You <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't hear that. I was probably weren't having audio issues. Um, so basically, thank you, by the way. It's a very nice compliment. You're also beautiful. As is Spencer and Brian. We have a very beautiful cast here tonight. Um, so okay, my, my point is uh fucking Taylor Swift, I love. I think she empowers women, I think she empowers equality, I think she empowers uh um like a, a, a strong woman, she she empowers a lot. She, I think she drives a lot of self-confidence for people and I, I'm all for that always, you know? And, I, and I do, I'm not gonna lie, I do like some of her fucking songs. I really do. Um, and she's fucking hot as shit. So like, I'm not so mad at pretty. that. 100% so not pretty. mad at that. Like I would not kick her out of bed in the morning. I'd be like, please stay. Can I make you breakfast? Um, <laughs> so gay it up. Number seven for you, Brian. That was for you. I'm fixing your faux pas from the beginning of the please, show. Please not bring that up again. <laughs> <laughs> there Don't are worry, a lot of theories out there that Taylor Swift. Not even gonna know. You know. No, she's like, gorgeous. Like literally, any person, any person, any plant, any. Here's any what she says to you, Sabrina. Here's any, what she says to you. Any person on the planet, literally, would be insane to not be enamored with her beauty. She is gorgeous. And if she did that to me, I'd be like, whatever, let's make up over dinner. Like, I, I don't, I have no problems with it. She's I'd love to be mean to me. <laughs> me too, all day. As long as she was nice to me at night. Thank her for no, the I'm privilege. Um, so, <laughs> no, that's not a good precedent is that. My point though, actually is like, I just, this is like, for me, I'm actually a very big music person. Um, I grew up like with the greatest music in the world in my house. My mom was like, a huge concert goer um so i started going to concerts at a young age and like i like my thing was concerts for a long time i would go work in this restaurant that i was like basically family in because i started working there when i was 12 and i would bust my ass and my boss let me take the fuck off when i wanted to and i'd go until my money, money ran out and then i'd come back and i'd work again and he'd be fine with that like I, i'd work doubles it didn't matter so like i music is a huge fucking thing for me so like for me to watch a concert at an AMC is like fucking it's it's insulting. Like I don't yeah. want to see I want I want to see the fucking the show. Couldn't get I want to see the show. I get it. I get that. I get that. And I know she's single-handedly driving the American economy right now and that like people are apparently murdering the, the, each other in the streets for the tickets which I didn't know until you told me. Um but I I literally, down people. Were, down. She was in LA for 4 days and like I was just driving like in traffic me and my boss from uh, one location to another, 
Um, and, and, and I'm like, what is going on over here? And they, there was like two chicks in the car and there was a baby in the back and there was a lot of this going on. And I'm like, what? No, Sailor we Swift? Got, we got, no, we got, we couldn't hear the music, but we got closer and they had glitter all over their bodies. And then he was like, Taylor Swift fans, they're going to the show. And I was like, what? Do you have to like roll around in jelly and yes. hit a glitter pit? Yes. Can we yes. go to a Taylor Swift show? Yes. He's like, absolutely. But my favorite bar, <laughs> John, shout out to Johnny and my baby, the baby was in the back seat. She, the baby was not covered in glitter. They were just in the back. The baby was during the show. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> but the thing is, was this, is this you know like how a flash? it would be to take a baby to that show? Tickets were irresponsible over parenting. Well, I'm, I think that she's taking the baby. I think it's a plus one I'm situation. You strap the baby up, and the, they're like the hangover fine. thing, and it's just like you, they kind of baby just kind the of chills. Probably gonna have ear no problems feet needed. You know, you get my seat is my chest kind of deal. I don't know. I would I take but, the, but, the glitter. Yeah. But, I don't but Spencer, do but Spencer, do you think this is Spencer? Do you think this is like a a one time deal that this is what it is because like Rachel's saying a lot of fans didn't get to see it and so they're this is their opportunity to see it or do you think this will become a trend that branches into generations where you know musicians are like we can make a lot of yeah. fucking money going to theaters for sure. Literally nothing can this do is, the live experience. Justice. We are slowly getting into idiocracy. We are going to be watching our concerts at Costco, where we get our law oh degrees, and we no. Um, where we got our law degrees. I I love. <laughs> That's very I funny, love Spencer. that people that don't get to see the show can see it. Um, I, I I totally advocate for that. She's making great money. She's doing all that. That's that's awesome. It's odd experience, I think, being in a movie theater right. versus being at a show. Right? Like you're in the movie? you're like vibing, yeah, and you know, like lighters are going, and you're drinking, and you're bumping into people, you know, and you're drunk. You know, it's uh, the experience is awesome. But you're in a movie theater. It's like what everybody stands up. You know, like if you're at a show and you're sitting down, people are like, "What are you?" You know. Are you forty? Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, um, oh, but, shots fired. Uh, you right, too, uh, Spencer. So, Are you so I just come on. Kidding? It was a good moment. I had to. I had to. So, um, it seems weird though. It just seems weird the whole idea. But I definitely see. Like, don't get me wrong. She is Rachel. You're super right. Unprecedented. This is massive. People are paying thousands of dollars to go to these shows. But right. it'll happen again. Not nice, I mean, it's gonna. It like it's not. It's not, you're not going to happen again, right? Some other artist, whether it's her again or somebody else, is going to blow up and they're going to, you know, post Malone, you know, whatever, whoever it is. It's yeah. going to, yeah, they're going to, people there, are going to pay. There have been other contemporary artists who have done these film sort of experiences. BTS did one, um, Billie Eilish did one, and neither of them got even like partially Eilish. what Taylor Swift yeah. got on her first day. Yeah, I so, mean, like, that's insane. The numbers didn't make. Oh, the numbers are not. Yeah, and you know yeah. how to be honest. I would, I would prefer. Crazy. I'd, I would prefer to listen to Billie Eilish all day every day than listen I to like. Taylor Swift for two days straight. Right, that's no, fine. No. You're allowed to be wrong. Um, but I think <laughs> I think something that we're not that we kind of touched that on hilarious. a little bit. I did, but. Billy Eilish, Eilish has some really fucking down root fucking amazing songs with good albums. fucking lyrics with fucking good fucking yeah you know what but for you cultural relevance I think everybody needs to drink the difference between Billy <laughs> Eilish and Taylor Swift is Taylor Swift targets one specific audience Billy Eilish my mom listens to her and then fucking no. you know 
kids. Like, like, bro. Like, <laughs> did anyone <anyway>, bro? <laughs> yeah. I would I would say the exact opposite. I would I would say Billy <laughs> Eilish is for like a, a niche right. and then Taylor Swift is like anybody who wants Spencer, it. Spencer, <laughs> have you ever listened to Billy Eilish? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I actually listen to Billy Eilish. You think yeah. No I, one can appreciate it except for a niche group of people. I didn't say uh, it. I don't think it's that no one can appreciate it. I think I, that Taylor Swift over the album you, has a wider variety. <laughs> Spencer. <laughs> Happy Friday, everybody. Uh, 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 how do I say this um, politically? Um, now I don't need to put uh, I'm not saying that Billie Eilish isn't as skilled of a singer as as Taylor Swift because I would put them kind of at, at a it's similar about level. Music. It's not about but I do theme. think like no, I think like the amount of people that are open to listening to both of these girls' music is is vastly different. I, I think Billie Eilish is is definitely for the angsty teen, um, which. <laughs> I get that's, nice that's and angsty sometimes, and I dig into that's those. A visual judgment. Uh, a visual judgment. I think her music. She dresses. Audio judgment. No, it's I not. Has, um, I, 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 her dressing. I'm listening. I'm talking about her music. That I'm talking about the way her music sounds. Is you know, and Taylor Swift is very like her... upbeat, right? And it's very yeah, you know, right. it's so for that's a what, casual day while you're driving. If you turn Billie Eilish on in a car. With whoever, right? You see, got three people, three random people in a car. You turn Bailey Eilish on, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, all right, we're about to, okay, well, we're about to do this." Story. All right, you turn Taylor Swift on, and everybody's like, "Like swinging out the windows." The fucking, you, the know, day, you know, when I watched the glitter baby roll by, I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck is going on right now?" And he goes, "I don't even know who Taylor Swift is." I'm like, "Yes, you do." And I put on "Shake It Up" in the car, and he was like, "I would have turned this off." He was like, your boss is a liar. No, no, your boss is a liar. First of all, is it, oh, is it live under a rock? He said, I will, I will not recognize the song. That's, that's a very popular, recognizable, Ridiculous. very recognizable <laughs> song, right? I the picked a song that I knew he had heard before. Movie theater. I have a point to make. Okay, well, I'm not going to make Get in there, Rachel. I have a very, no, get in there, Sabrina. I'm not done talking. Um, <laughs> Very specific song that everyone in the world has heard, which by the way, I actually like. I like that song. I think it's fun. I don't hate it. I love when they compare it to the aerobics in like the 80s or whatever. Like there's like that video of the, the 80s aerobic Olympics that like, how did they out too late? And it's like, it's, it's actually, it's talking, if you haven't seen it, Google it. It's, Do that again, Sabrina? I'll like Google. No. Um, <laughs> so uh, I, I played that song and he was like, I literally would have changed this at the first fucking beat. I've, I've never heard the song before. And then I put on like three other songs. And he was like, okay, yeah, I heard that Donna, she sucks. He doesn't like it, right? I, I'm I, hearing a lot again, of he's. I, my boss. Your boss? I'm talking about two, talking about two different people. Yeah, how old? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Like a six-year-old man? Who's You're going to Taylor Swift concerts? You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, my like point this is, is that he likes sorry. Billie Eilish. He likes Dua Lipa. He likes fucking Lizzo. Like, so don't ask if he's a fucking asshole, because he's not. Also, my guy. mother would fucking turn Taylor Swift off in a fucking second, know, right? and she loves Billie Eilish. That's she loves Billie Eilish. Eilish. I went home so while I was cleaning her fucking. There's a lot of Swifties out there. Mom, that's all I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Literally driving the. I, I don't know how many times I have to say it. Like, is nobody listening? I get it. I get what you're saying. You're not wrong. However, that's all I need. That's all. <laughs> 
However, <laughs> my mother, who is like 70 something, fucking, I went home to help her fucking move years ago and I played Billy Oz. That was what I was into at the moment. And I played a fucking shit in a billy house. She was like, ugh, ugh, ugh. Then she started listening to it. She's like, oh, I really like that. I went to a visitor and spoke him. It's... I went in the bathroom. We're like, are you listening to Billy Eilish right now? She was like, oh, yeah, I love her. Thank you for bringing her into my life. My 72-year-old mother. Does she also listen to Taylor Swift? No, she does not like Taylor Swift because she doesn't like poppy Either bullshit. Way, billy Maybe Eilish, she's going through billy some Eilish, shit. Eilish's fucking concert thing in, in theaters Who isn't? Uh, I, I didn't even know that happened. The fact that, I mean, that, that's just why but this stands out so I much. Did is fly like home from moving my mom to go to a Billy Eilish concert. Spider Man, awesome. It beat Spider Man No Way Home, which is fucking crazy. The thing for me, I don't really care about that. The opposition to bringing concerts to theaters is it's about that accessibility. Hurts. Concerts aren't fifty bucks to go to anymore. Concerts are five hundred dollars plus entry level Easily. to go to. So yes. Very, 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 very much. Let's address a large this portion. Ticket master. I can't afford a $500 ticket for a show. Let alone the resellers no, who are not, still. $200 is way more than the 50 bucks we were paying 10 years ago for tickets. Mm-hmm. It's so much. And with the economy the way it is, it's, it's accessibility to bring it to the theater. Bringing the Eras tour to the theater is giving a whole, whole bunch of people who otherwise would not have been able to have... I just feel like it's a weird experience at all. So it's a different experience. It's a lesser experience. experience. I don't disagree with that. But it's still a fraction of the experience versus 0% of the experience. Spencer and I have a friend that just paid. We have a friend that just paid like 500 bucks per ticket to go see like Blink-182. You know what I mean? And it's like, that's great. You know, and that's insane. Blink-182 was at the Billie Eilish concert that I flew home for, by the way. It was a alt ninety eight seven, fucking awesome fest. But tickets are so expensive in general that this might be a medium to get people or fans to see them, and and that they see after they see how well this does, it might encourage them to actually do this more. And it, but then again, like we said before, it hasn't worked. But now with with Tay Tay, it's working really well. That's all I can say. Tay Tay, Tay Tay's getting paid. To me, this. This like sets a precedent for like going to watch UFC fights at the movie theater. You know what I mean? Or watching like oh, the, yeah. like the Super Bowl. You know that's what I mean? Like that's the pay-per-view. That's the that's the point I'm making is like, you know, everybody will probably be making money off of this off of this idea. You know what I mean? So I see us going to the movie theater for a lot more reasons than movies now. Yeah, and that keeps the movie theaters alive. alive. I'm not mad yeah. about it. Yeah, and it'll, it'll encourage theaters to do more of these special event yep. things like this too. And it could save them because you know, as we talked about, people haven't been going to theaters as much as they used to. But like, think about True. it. And Tom in- Cruise might be happy about this. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> True. Tom Cruise already went there though, and like someone's playing the Eras tour, and everyone's like, "What?" Like, how are you gonna enjoy? Like, yeah, you can't be in the same. Yeah, you can't watch Oppenheimer yeah, next to the Eras tour, you. right? Yeah, exact no. example. Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't do that. It's not. You it's not what it is. So maybe, maybe they should just. Since it's selling so well, maybe they should just run only the that. Tour. And at the same time, and, like and run every theater. None of us brought up was that The Exorcist changed their opening day because of the Eros tour, because they didn't want yeah, to compete for that. ticket sales with the By Eros the way, tour. The Exorcist came kindly no. Why are we rebooting that? Yep, it's true. Oh, it's very true. Terrifying. I saw that too. I saw that too. I saw oh, that too. Movies, just have to, 
movies have to Get fight for their spot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I've heard of so many movies that go like good movies that tank because they're out the same weekend as like a Marvel mm-hmm. movie or something. You know? Brian, That's- what is the movie with the hand? Uh, talk to the talk to me. Talk to me. Great movie. Great movie. Oh. Everyone should go nice. see it. It's a great movie. That was really a great movie. Yeah. You saw too? Yeah, it was, it was really great. Good, right? Eight twenty four again, uh, making fucking moves, making money. Shout out awesome. to an independent permit. You know, uh, independent, but still, they're becoming oh God, more and GR, more of a big GR. studio. <laughs> Next to Pearl Harbor, yep. Never very good, GR. But studios <laughs> have to battle this off because they Pretty don't want to lose though. the battle against musicians. Never they want products either. that are going to be big, put the butts back in the seats because they know what they do then. Well, what reboot can we make next? You know what reboot they're going to make next? National Treasure. And that leads me to our featured story of the night. Let's get it. Watch out. <laughs> All right, everybody. The very next thing, and the last thing I want to talk about tonight is National Treasure, because we know there's been a couple of them come out, and Nicolas Cage kicking ass, as always, because Nick Cage is the fucking man. Love me some Nick Cage. But now they're saying that Nick Cage will be joined by another man that I fucking, fucking actor, I should say. I'm not going to say man, an actor that I fucking love, Keanu Reeves. So apparently right now, the, it came out, National Treasure 3, Revenge of the Puzzle Master is the name of the project moving forward. Disney's been working on it. They've been talking about it now during this whole strike thing. And Brad Bird is actually in talks to direct this. Brad Bird's been a lot of things. I mean, The Incredibles is one thing, but on top of that, he's Maybe been working for a long time. We were just talking about him 10 minutes ago, were we not? Yeah, bro, what? What? Brad Bird? Brad Bird? No, we weren't talking about Brad Bird. I don't think, maybe. Yeah, maybe Brad Bird familiar. came up, but Brad Bird's attached to this, apparently, or he's, he's negotiations going forward. But Nicholas Cage's hero is coming back, solving an intricate series of puzzles to prevent a legendary artifact from falling into the hands of a ruthless treasure treasure hunter. Now, they're not saying who the treasure hunter is, but I'm guessing... Come on, guys. Probably Keanu. You know what I mean? Probably Keanu. If they're both the co-leads, it's probably Keanu, you know, that's trying to get this. And Nick Cage trying to stop him. Brookheimer already said, we talked about this before in the program, that he talked to Nick Cage about a National Treasure 3. He had a script he was already talking about. Because Nick Cage, he wasn't sure if he worked with Disney again. But then Brookheimer had that whole thing that he came forward and said, like, hey, I've I've talked to Nick Cage. We have an idea. We want to do more. And that that was when the uh, series came out. This series bombed really bad. They hoped to do more of those. Canceled the second season. So where do you go from there? You fucking run back to the movies, you get Nick Cage back, and you make a National Treasure 3. And this sounds interesting to me. I'm like, I love Keanu. I love Nick Cage. Throw him in there. I want Benjamin Franklin Gates back again. Come on, guys. I want him to fucking find his way. And, uh, you know, I want you know the Book of Secrets was the last one. That was like 2007 the last one came out. That's a long time ago. But, you know, they've been in the works talking about it, talking about it, talking about it. The idea of Keanu and him together I think is great. Uh, I love these movies, though. They're they're a guilty pleasure in a lot of ways. This is fun. It's a so adventure good. movie. It's like that. Go here, go here, go over. We're you know we're following. It's like a, it's a game. We jump to conclusions. We find our way to get to the next thing. I don't know. And Nick Cage is a is a friend of the show. That's all I'm saying. So, National Treasure Three. What do we think about this? We think it could be good. Could be bad. Is it worth it? Should we leave it in the past? We always talk about the reboots. There's always so many reboots. We that because that's the world we live in these days. And you know, this is a pretty formidable one, I would think. So, Sabrina, what do you think? Do you think you want some Nick Cage because you love some Keanu Reeves together in a national treasure, kicking some ass, figuring out where this puzzle's going down? Sorry, I'm making out with my dog. Um, yeah, no. Uh, uh, this is like one one very like specific time that I'm not gonna get mad about a reboot because I love Nicholas Cage and I love Keanu Reeves. 
Like, honestly, I don't even care what they do. Like, I'll watch it. Like, I love Jason Statham and I watched The Meg, too, which was so, it was so awful. It was so bad. But it was, it was so <laughs> bad, like it was picture. good. It was cool. so bad, it was good. Why do you have Jesus holding? Like, what I is that? almost that? That's bit the my fucking beer out. You were holding a dog. No, Keanu and your, that was oh, that's Keanu Reeves. I'm sorry. <laughs> Keanu, <laughs> Keanu Christ. Keanu that's Keanu Christ. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, Mimi's got her hand in. It's Mimi's feeling me up. She's getting real, real handsy. She's getting real handsy. It's the same ring. Exact same Um. So yeah. So basically, uh, I I don't. I want to be mad that they're like rebooting this, but we talked about this before. Like that they've been trying to do it for a really long time, and like Jerry Bruckheimer is supposed to be like involved, which I'm into, and like I love Nicholas. Cage. I love Nicholas Cage. And and Keanu Reeves is like really, 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 like really, I mean, above Nicolas Cage, like one of my favorite actors on the planet. I know he doesn't get any love. He gets no love. John Wick, my favorite action franchise, to be perfectly honest. I don't what? think anything can top it. My favorite action franchise. Throw something else on the floor, Spencer. My dog's nope. filling me up. Ask me if you no, can no, fucking no. top that. You can't. Kingsman. So Sabrina's. You're about I'm this, in. Sabrina. I'm all in. I'm all in. Two very enthusiastic thumbs up. Leave Diane Kruger at home. I'm in. <laughs> Rachel, what do you think? Are you in the same board, Sabrina? Do you think that you should mimic a National Treasure 3? Or do you think that, you know, this, is, this was a long time ago. Why are we doing more of these? Uh, I'm fucking thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> we got snowballs. Yeah. We got snow sonic porn. We got interspecies making out. You can find it all here on the cruise control. <laughs> <laughs> what an ad. What an ad. I like it. Um, I love I love National Treasure. National Treasure is one of my favorite film franchises. So I am thrilled. Make me ten more of them. I as long as they need they need Nick Cage and they need that other that guy. He was. You got on my Justin Bartha. Yeah, they need him. Yeah, he's a. Fuck he's off. kind of a douchebag. I worked for him before. Oh, out there. I'm sorry. Damn. Is that Natalie oh, Portman on on Garden State? What's I, going on? You know, next he was all Rachel? right. He was all right, but whatever. But he's still fucking so good, the, and um, you need him back. That character is. Crazy. Yeah, I like him <laughs> so a lot. Need to yeah, fill that spot as a character, um, for the community. He's totally feeling me a little up right bit. Now. Um, but I I could not be more thrilled. I've wanted a National Treasure three for. Since 2007, so does yeah. make it a hundred times better? I'm here yeah, for like it. I'm 100 here for it. I I will be buying tickets to this opening day. <laughs> I'll pre-sale fucking Taylor Swift out of her pants on this. I think a lot of people like to see this. I mean, these movies are just fun <laughs> family <laughs> action. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, Rachel, you're right. They're fun. They're fun. But honestly, I feel a lot of people going to see Literally this. I don't know what you're her doing whole, over there. Her whole arm is in my chest. You're tip. being rude. Yes, and she's Maybe. fine with it. She's closing her eyes and feeling it. She's so, like, this is amazing. Let's do this all day. I think this is great. I think it's great for Disney. I think it makes sense to get Keanu in here. Keanu is so fucking hot. Like, in this right now, this world Keanu's right now. so, so hot right now. Yeah, gang it up, Brian. Look, Keanu is so hot right now. <laughs> I mean, this so world. Hot right now. In this world right now. I'm like, like he's fucking. Like, you think about how well the John Wicks are doing. They've done spinoffs, prequels, sequels. I mean, they're going to. They're gonna, Wait, the, the, did it the was, prequel come out? Did the, the Continental? It starts in like yeah. two weeks. Uh, uh, oh, like two wait. weeks, I think. But the thing is, like oh, that, they did so. That, that's doing so well that they're doing that. That he, they, that, I mean, not that, spoiler alert, but you know, like there was a very good ending for his character in the last one, and they're still gonna try to do more now because the the people love him in this part so much. 
and they're like they're gonna try to make it happen so he is like and he's an, again in a resurgence in his career that's like fantastic in the past few years since he started and he all he did was like work with his stunt coordinator to make these john wick you know, movies and it fucking blew him back up into the world yeah i mean the matrix was a long time ago he disappeared for a long time now he's back like hotter than ever in the, hotter than ever in the hollywood scene and i think it makes sense you throw him with nicholas cage you fucking have a great movie it's like a formula that's only gonna make the studio money and mickey mouse <laughs> loves to make fucking money Stop talking about the that's studio all i'm saying them. Yeah, fuck them but they will make money and hopefully they pay their people when they make that money and at that point mm, we should have a contract it should be good we should be happy and all benefiting from disney's fucking money spencer what do you think are you on board this too do you want to see a national treasure three with nick cage versus keanu reeves fuck yes absolutely <laughs> entirely um i love that i was even thinking fuck um uh, i was even thinking like sean bean right was in the first one and he was a oh, great he was. yeah he was the villain in antagonist. there yeah right he was fan- he fucking always dies he's just- all time, oh, like fifty-two deaths, kill and yeah, I like, I love I'll it. Take but that um, awesome, awesome series. Also, I was trying to think, have I ever liked Nicolas Cage's performance more than National Treasure? Yes. I don't think so. I mean, Con Air is the second, probably. Oh, Con but... Air is so good. Adaptation. <laughs> I'm kidding. He's terrible in Con Air. It was a joke. He's terrible. His, no, his accent was, Con, Air was Con Air is an amazing movie. He is like, what? He um, looks just like my dad or like trying a to fucking man, light up a Christmas tree. At or some point. like, I mean, he is just, I mean, as far as like range and like whether an actor is going to be able to hit the performance, whew, Nicolas Cage is there, you know? Oh, but yeah, I mean, yeah. his. National Treasure is just a masterpiece. It's a beautiful thing. And I don't know. Keanu Reeves, I see it. I see him bumping it up. I like it. I think I think he could he could it'd be it'd be great for him to come back to this franchise. I really do. <laughs> I yeah, the good Justin Barthes is loving it. Is loving it. Um but yeah, I just think that it's it's just a fun they're just fun movies and like they made well, they yeah. made good money and like they all had a great time doing them. Like, why not? And they're they're again. It's like it's almost like an Indiana Jones franchise, but but even like better because so it's like much a, sillier, and I love it. Yeah, it's sillier because you're like you're you're going from X Y Z. It's incorporating history too, which is good for people as well to remember some of the history. It's just history. fun stuff. <laughs> this is, I think, what um, what's the Tom Holland Mark Wahlberg uh, video game? Oh, Uncharted, Uncharted, Uncharted. Yeah. This is what I think Uncharted is trying to do, right? Is have like enough of like an essence and history. Oh, totally. But I mean, it's like similar concepts. You know what I mean? Um, Trekking across the world for some hidden map and you know whatever. Um, Also, Indiana Jones. Also, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, Indiana Jones and the Da Vinci Code had an absurd baby. Nice. That is a great combo. (laughs) <laughs> that is dope. I'm happy. Oh, that's that's why I was like when I heard this. Like, this it sounds great. Like I've been wanting a new one too, the same as everybody here. I think it's just it's just fun yeah. and it, it just makes sense for Disney. They tried the series and I get it because again, well, it failed because it had be fucking stopping. Nick Cage in it. Who's in the series? No, Justin Bartha was there. Justin yeah. Bartha uh, popped up at the end. At the end. Oh, Only just like he's at the end there. Yeah. Oh, he's not like, like in the whole show. No, no, he popped in later on. Then you know, he had Harvey Keitel on there, who's awesome. 
he's an awesome actor, but he's only in the, in the very beginning in like introducing the idea from the series, and then he mm-hmm. like dies in it. And it's like for me, I'm like, if you're gonna do it, bring the cast back, and and, and you know what, just ignore it, ignore all that. Don't you know, just ignore all that. Just if you want to, if you want to add this, bring. But people didn't watch that show. And they expected. Didn't I know people that worked it. on it. I, I know, I, I know people that was like, uh, that worked on it. And they were saying that when Disney first announced it and they're doing the first season, they were telling them we're expecting like three seasons or something like that. And they were planning for multiple seasons. They had ideas for maybe Nick Cage would eventually come in and then it would springboard to movies. Yeah, but, it sucked, but it did so, so bad. Like, I'm like, why would you not just approach Nick Cage? Nick Cage works for Dinosaur Bones, guys. Put him in the fucking movie or the show. You know, that's the whole thing. He loves Dinosaur Bones. So uh, uh, he put him in the fucking show. Put he, him in there. One of the most, like, honestly, I'd he's argue so that good. he is the most interesting man in the world. Not that just like his guy, who, by the way, my boss is dead. But um, I feel like Nick Cage is literally the most interesting man in the world. Like, if they were the to put The weird him- pets he keeps, the weird things he yeah. does. Like, the way he's, if you watch any interview with him, yeah. you're going to be blown away. Yeah, like it's fucking amazing. But they should have thrown Nick Cage in this show. There's something about him that seems a little. Thank you, Ryan. See, Ryan. Like marrying Lisa Marie because he was obsessed with Elvis—that was weird. That was a weird thing to do. He's I mean, a very weird. weird. But also, weird person. But also uh, Michael Jackson married Lisa Marie, so like it's a it's a she's, also she's a weird been, thing to do. She's so like, in a position of weirdness, girl. I feel very bad for. Her. That poor woman. Yeah. She lives such a tragic life. I know. Really it's it's really like, sad, literally. especially how her two know, for her two on weird you know, weird guys. Yeah. 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 Uh, Jesus Christ. Like, I think she had a go, third go on harmony at this point. Well, maybe. But National Treasure Three, everybody. I think it's a good idea. I think it could benefit for the franchise to come the, back the at this point. Two actors that are amazing and that no one thinks is amazing. They're like they're like critically oh, you're right not about amazing about actors. I feel like that's gonna be a fucking huge win. I never thought about that. That is so true. Yeah. Two actors that are brilliant that no one gives them credit. I feel like this is a fucking good move, and it's gonna gonna fucking it's gonna fucking kill it. Super in it. I don't know what you just did, but the impressions are true. I like it. It's funny. I got it. Drink it up. Uh, I saw this. We had to spread the love. I love it so much. It sounds great to me. I'm all about it. Let's make this happen tomorrow. Well, we can't because there's a strike. There's a fucking strike. Let's make it happen tomorrow. Speaking of the strike, it's Labor Day weekend this weekend. Remember, you know, what Labor Day Labor. weekend's about. Think, yes. Remember yep. all the people who died to give us our workers' Why? rights. They're Take- old, by the way. The people who died, they were old when they died. Oh, They're geez. old now. Oh, jeez. Remember old people. Interesting. And support your cinema. Old people. And if you see Bob Iger, old people that walk next to you in the store at the grocery store, like that, just exist. Just acknowledge old people. Not I like Lexi's. Ones, I like Lexi down there. We need more <laughs> money, Disney. If you see Bob Iger out there somewhere, this oh, it's Labor oh, Day weekend. Kick him in the nuts. Just tell him. Oh, don't Mickey do that. Mouse would pay people more money. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Anyways, everybody, well, thank person. you so much for being here tonight on Cruise Control. We appreciate also- you. As always, it's been a great Friday show. Um, sorry for the te- she loved it. Sorry for the technical issues earlier on. You know, again, our power cut off apparently and like broke some breakers and shit. And so we had to like reset everything and fix things and and make it come back together. And now here we are tonight for you tonight and for everybody out there in the world. So thank you so much for being here on Cruise Control, Rachel Blakely. Thank you for being here tonight on Cruise Control. Anytime, our- every Friday. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I love having you here. Thank you so much. It, it means the world to <laughs> us. And uh, the 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 IPness that you bring is amazing. <laughs> wow, you are really digging that hole. Get a shovel. I'm gonna give you a shovel that you can just put over your shoulder when you say fucked up shit. Um, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. The, the I love it. Is, I but, Rachel, but Rachel, Rachel, what you bring to the table every week is amazing. And I, I appreciate it so much. You have penis. That is a weird joke. I, I mean, it's a joke about the fucking... I, you know, fucking I know. I've, I've, I've heard some people say it four times. Brian's just trying to gay it up with loving eye penis. It's okay. Exactly. Yeah, we, we support you, The eye you, penis is loved here on Cruise Control. You're not an so. penis person. Um, but, you know, the thing is, like, we look at these products all the time. We talk about them, Rachel. You've been here a million times talking about how it's like... I say eye penis because I say, like... Everyone fucking just overuses shit. And we talk about it all the time. They reboot it and they use it and they abuse it and they bring it back to life. And all they do because that's all they know. And at the end of the day, maybe it's not the best product, right? But cares about the VI penis is uh is our is our higher level on our our uh our Patreon. So if you want to join us for yeah, our VI penis, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find us on Patreon tonight. So, you know, join the VIP penis. <laughs> thank you, Lexi, for that. Uh, yes, but Rachel, thank you for being here as always. Appreciate you. It's amazing. Uh, and, and fuck yeah. Bob needs a fucking figure shot. Yeah. Fuck Iger. Fuck Iger. Hashtag. Spencer oh. O'Neill, thank you so much for being here as always on Cruise Control. Thank you for welcome yeah. back again. Uh, appreciate you. Uh, you gotta check out Evil Spencer when it comes out. Before so, you know it, we'll let you know so for the release. Gonna yeah. so You're gonna good. love it. It's a great product and uh, so from a phenomenal writer and actor himself. I work for Spencer O'Neill. Brian directed. Oh, Brian directed. This guy. Yeah, right. Oh, I, I didn't direct. I did. Sabrina, Sabrina was there. Was Rachel, was, very, Rachel was, was there. I was, Rachel was there. I was, I was there. Was. Yeah. Did you literally just say I was there? Oh, what the fuck? We got to take. And Sabrina's shitting on my face. Sabrina tonight. did a lot. She brought a lot to the table. Okay, she's an integral piece to the, the shitting team. Shitting on the face. Okay, I enjoyed it. It was nice. You, I loved it. Thank oh, you. If you like shitting on faces, that's no good for you. Like, I'm not gonna fucking like shit about shit that. But fucking shitting on faces while you're watching Cruise Control. But Sabrina, thank you so much for being here on Cruise Control. As always, we appreciate you. Hope you had a great time. Oh, I'm so supposed to say something. Everyone's shitting on my face. Am I gonna say something? No, I, no, I hey. said to our fans and our family that's, out there, you know, please do not shit on Sabrina's face. Fans. That What's is uh, that's the two girls one cup uh, cut of this uh, episode. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, everything uh, great. No, thank you. Of course, I love being here, and I love Rachel, and I love Spencer, and I love Brian. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm extremely salty tonight. I had a really rough <laughs> fucking day. I got a little bit of salt in my teeth, actually, still currently right now. I, like I appreciate you. Spicy. I appreciate you, Sabrina. But I love you guys. I, I love you guys. I'm just, I, 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 just, I, I took on the role of devil's advocate as much as I possibly could tonight. But nothing personal. You know, I love you uh, uh, so much, both of you. And also, Brian, who's probably going to punch me in the face when we uh, exit this Well, broadcast. and you know, I love older yeah. women, so I love you. Oh hearts. my God! Oh, one more time. Are we bringing hearts. it home? One more, one more time. More hearts. You know what? <laughs> I think it only works in our. We have, we have the new. We have the new. We Rachel, use. It's fucked up. We use our iPhones. I will lay aside. Update the guns. You guys are having us do this thing, and I can't do it. So it's all right. Well, that's my apology. The hearts are my apology. Hey, uh, Lexi, not me, Sabrina. Thank you. One I'm, more time, I'm hearts. Really, I, 
I, I love I you guys. Too many things I don't know if that's in. in love you. Too, I love you guys. so much for being here as always. One more drink before we go. One more drink. One more drink. I have to. I had to pee. I got to pee so bad. Yeah, run. Just and to me, all, me, and everybody out there, please like and subscribe. Join our Patreon if you can. Please. And join that VIP-ness Patreon level if you want to get more <laughs> updates. Uh, it's it's going to be growing. That's all I can say. Oh, oh, please like and subscribe to our Patreon. Can your friends, your family, your it's uncles, your aunts, your cousins, your nephews, your grandparents, your great-grandparents, your great-great-great-great-great-grandparents. I know how they're using internet. I know they do. They're alive. They're fucking here watching with you right now behind your back in a shadow. Watch and tell them to subscribe to Cruise Control because they're fucking fantastic. Tell all those fucking mythological creatures out there. I'm talking about the fucking, the fucking, uh, the gnomes, the fucking, the fucking, uh, hobbits, yeah. the bears, the fucking, uh, the, everything all out there. Ow, I'm mm-hmm. fucking no, the squirrels, the, the tigers, the fucking, mm-hmm. the fairies, the fucking bogarts, the fucking, uh, Cyclops. everybody out there, the cyclops, the fucking matadors, all those motherfuckers that are cool and lurking in the shadows, like cruise control, the fucking chinchillas who are dicks all the time, we love them those so much, but they're still fucking dicks and they're real, these are real though, they're out there right now in our fucking backyard and they're watching through the shadows again, as always, tell them to subscribe because they always don't subscribe and they watch everywhere and they don't fucking subscribe because they're fucking assholes, they watch every fucking video and they don't subscribe, tell them to subscribe control they're fucking douchebags and the fucking skunks and the fucking asshole fucking fucking asshole <sighs> koalas yeah. you know they're fucking douchebags oh, i love them good. so much are they're they assholes are koalas they're assholes they are there's this there's no fact they're they're, they're, they're douchebags not like an orca but I feel like yeah, the flamingos are cool though flamingos are our mass oh, subscribers so fuck yeah fuck all those orcas yeah awesome what else can we say? Yeah. Fuck. Fuck anybody that bites somebody. Any animal that bites somebody, fuck you. Learn to fucking love. Man. Lick, not bite. Make that your motto. Everybody, have a great night. Oh. As always, see ya.